Hello? Looks like you don't have a guest, so I'm your guest now. Interview me. Go ahead. How you doing this evening? Up until the age of 16, I was a little guy. I was small. I was pathetic. I was weak. Man, the trap is skittish. I know what it's like to be Daniel Bryan, and guess what? It sucks! If I didn't know you better, I'd think you were contemplating something shady. I'm gonna make sure Daniel Bryan goes back to where he belongs. On the shelf, beaten, battered, bruised, and retired. Not unless you pay it. Fast forward. No, don't! It needs to take! Fast forward! It's a fucking tape! Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. My name is Chris. And my name is Joey. And welcome to episode 109 of the Wrestling House Show. I didn't do the number this time. Wow, I, we haven't done that since we started. <laughs> right. this, Again. <laughs> this is the April wrap-up show. We just, so we've been doing a lot of shows recently because we got a little bit behind. We did the March, we did the our vacation episode where we talked about everything that we did during WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans. If you haven't listened to those, go to cnjradio.com, the home of the Wrestling House Show. Listen to those. Yeah, if anything, just for the intros and outros. <laughs> I mean, those are brilliant, Chris. I'm pretty happy. That's with, all Chris. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with this last one. Like, I give him, like, some ideas. Right. And then any, anytime I give you an idea that you use, you use it, and then you just, like, add all these extra spices and cheeses on it, and it's <laughs> awesome. So I appreciate it just as a listener myself, not as just a co-host. So. Oh, cool. I'm glad you like them. I hope everyone out there likes them because they do take a bit of work sometimes. With the with the March one, I just basically took the Miz's stuff because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. He did all the work for me. That yeah, time. yeah. Thank you for that heavy lifting, yeah, Miz. Yeah. <laughs> Still liked it, though. But yeah, I like to get creative with them. Go listen to those on cnjradio.com. But tonight, so on our last episode, on episode 108, on the WrestleMania weekend show, we didn't talk about a lot of the WWE shows. We talked about the experience of going to... WrestleMania and SmackDown and Raw, but and we what didn't, you should do when you're out there. Yeah, but yeah. we didn't talk about the shows themselves. Right. So this is the April wrap up. We will talk about those, and of course the format is match of the week every week for April, and then match of the month. Yeah, in the in the bubble of the WWE universe, that's yeah. always important to say. Yeah, cause... because I am woefully behind in my. Japanese wrestling watching. I'm like that wasn't a shot at you. No, I know. that was as much of a shot at you as it was like let's say Impact. Right. <laughs> I have not watched any Impact for the entire <laughs> year except for that one show we went to and uh, which was a which was a fine was, show. Yeah, you can watch it, it was, for free on Twitch, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's a which is half their show. Well, right. Yeah. Also half their show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first Lucha Underground show too. Actually, yeah, me too. Yeah. Did you see the pile driver? By the way, the the um, the Rosemary onto. Uh, I don't remember who she was wrestling. Taya yeah. Valkyrie, who the fuck knows? She pile drove a woman from the top a turnbuckle onto a table. Uh, yeah. Not like Rhino style, because that would be on the floor. Right. But this is uh, from the top rope onto the table into the ring. Oh, all right. 
That was that was a big deal like that I, week. I may have to start like fast forwarding through Impact to get sure. to like Austin Aries and any of the Lucha Underground people yeah. and the women's matches because apparently they're sure. doing good stuff. Fast there. forward to tape, right? <laughs> okay, all right. If you if you got that reference, please uh, leave us a message. Okay, but before we get to April, on the March wrap up show, oh, I, yeah. there was something that I said at the end of the episode that I wanted to talk about. This is a match that happened in March that I loved and I missed it. For the last episode because I am behind in my Japanese watching. Sure. This match from Strong Style Evolved, which was the New Japan Pro Wrestling show that they did in Los Angeles this year in March. And the end of March. The Golden Lovers, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi versus the Young Bucks was an amazing, an amazing match. You have to watch this match. I know you haven't seen it yet. you got to bring it over for me yeah, to watch. I'll have to bring it over and we'll watch at least that match. The whole show was good, but that was crazy. Like, Because there's all the build-up. It, it I think it was the perfect blending of story and action. Where the story and the characters of that story, which are those four guys, like what they're going through, it drove them to do what they did in the match they all okay. had different personalities that came through in the way they acted in the ring and fought against each other it was just phenomenal like i love it it's that one and the gargano uh almost match from takeover in january are like my top two so far this year You're duking it out so far yeah those right. are great great matches well we may add to that list tonight chris um I don't think it's going to happen. Well, there there is one massive standout match for the first week of April on WWE television. Yes. Uh, as we were we were just talking and shooting the shit before the show. Of course, like the first Raw of April, they book Rollins Balor again, which you could probably go on another weekly wrap up wrestling podcast and be like, oh, they booked him again, and I'm kind of like. Yeah, they booked him again. So that's like, the difference yeah. between other shows and this show, if I may, right. <laughs> because. Uh, you know, the way that Raw goes lately for me, please, just put Rollins Balor out there every week. Make it like a Keo Paul London on Velocity. Just right. do it for like two months, and then whoever has the best at the end of the two months, do something yeah. with them. Yeah. But, yeah, fine. Put it out there, because it's always going to be good. Right. It's always going to be very good, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, we'll talk more about uh, old, uh, Rollins there when we talk about the shakeup, but um, yeah. and, and post-mania stylings. Right. So... Uh, you know, it was kind of a, it wasn't a go to sleep week, but it was just like, hey, let's hype Mania a lot to the point where if you yeah. watch SmackDown, like I was watching on Hulu, I don't know if they do this when they air it like this, but ads during matches, man. They've been doing that a lot lately. Really? Since, since then they do it on every show now, pretty Ugh. much. I'm it's especially for like promoting, like promoting the Greatest Royal Rumble. They yeah. do that a lot. And even this week, um, this like as of this recording they're still doing it for yeah. for stuff so if i had like you know if i was like bulletproof in my job as an announcer for that company yeah i'd be walking in and go so you're trying to tell me i'm not doing my job properly mm. like because that's what it says to me like oh we're we're not hyping the show enough with our commentators during the show we got to go and do a pitcher on pitcher that's bullshit i was done with that the minute i saw it flip side of that okay Raw has Michael Cole on commentary, so any time that they that they can tune out Michael Cole for me during a match, I'm not that opposed to it. 
Seems like they do it on SmackDown more. Yeah, so that, that's they, bad for me. They do it on both shows. And, do they? Okay. Uh, but, See, the stuff that they might do it on there is the yeah. stuff that gets cut off of Hulu. Oh, right. And that's just me being kind of jokey. Sure, like, yeah, I agree no, with no, you. Yeah. Like, the picture-in-picture picture thing. Because they have commercial breaks plus the advertisements for Oof. the show. So <laughs> it's, it's not replacing one with the other. It's adding another on top of it. So it's just <laughs> another instance of the wrestling not really mattering so much on some of these shows. And I think, to me, like, my overall view of Raw for kind of the month, except for Seth Rollins, whenever he's involved with something, it's worth watching. And there are other guys that are good, too. But what I'm saying is, like, the matches on Raw aren't that great. It's not the wrestling show by a long shot. Yeah. That's been SmackDown. In my opinion, it's been SmackDown since the first ever brand extension. Like, I'm talking 2002. You you know what I'm talking about. Get the F out era. Yeah, yeah. And... I think it's always been that way and always will be, apparently. Right. I mean, 16 years later, it doesn't seem to change. Yeah, it, Raw is still the story, and story matters more than the matches. And it's not, like I was just talking about that Golden Lovers-Young Bucks match. It doesn't, where the story informs the matches, it's just like story overtaking whatever's happening in the ring. It's like yeah. short matches, squash matches every once in a while... And just stuff. But then you yeah. have something like Balor and Rollins who steal the show. Yeah. Yeah. And so just keep doing it. Fine. I mean, that's all I can really say. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, oh man, <laughs> I want to talk about the, the shakeup so bad, but we got to get to a few yeah, things before it. that. We have a few weeks to get there. Uh, <laughs> but let's just, let's just put it right out there because even the NXT kind of underwhelmed me that week for sure. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, uh, Right? The first week of April, the last week before WrestleMania, they definitely coasted into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we kind of even talked about that in March, where we said that it was, they set the matches up fairly decently ahead of time, and then they just kind of just rode that into the big show. Yeah. Uh, I, I did think it was almost like seeing a comet tail come off, like when you go out to take the trash out or something right. like that. So I saw Primo on SmackDown. Right. I know I'm saying this out loud, but yeah. do you still believe that I'm saying this? I saw right. Primo Cologne on yeah. SmackDown. On Hulu, no less. Yeah, yeah. and on, well, they they don't cut SmackDown on Hulu. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, but if you have been, right. he wouldn't be on yeah. the ad for sure. But yeah, he was the, in another match where the last few weeks somewhere he was somewhere. Huh. I saw him. But yeah, the way they were promoting the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, I'm like, okay, just throw 10 guys out there and what have you. But I was like, oh, hey. And the thing I noticed, it took almost till the very end of the match for them even to say his name. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's such an afterthought in that company right. already that even uh, even Phillips is just like, primo. You know, and he said it like with almost right before the pinfall. No right. one would have known who he was if they hadn't been watching yeah. the last year, two years. Anyway, that's all. Is but, Epico hurt or? I, I don't know? know what's going yeah. on with Epico. I have no clue. Hmm. I have no idea. But that first week of April for television, uh, talking about comments by a galaxy. I've got Buddy Murphy versus Kalisto. Yeah. Two oh five. Oh my god. It's a really good match. That was so good. I mean, even you know the tag match at the beginning was really good. But this thing was just like, wow. Yeah. And they b- were able to build on that amazing, you know, fatal four-way. Right. And it just it was the next chapter of that. And I was sitting there going, you know, with those two guys involved, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to think this match is all right going on the yeah. front. Yeah. But it over-exceeded my expectation that I had of it already. Yeah. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was just, 
Oh, Buddy Murphy continually surprises me. Because both him and Kalisto, when they first, each of them when they first joined 205 Live, I was like, ah, I'd rather be the guys, mostly the guys from the tournament or the other guys they bring in, stuff like that. But yeah, when they put on matches like that, I, you can't deny it. I said that there's things, uh, I'm sure this is what they want. There are flashes of my nostalgia to the old WCW Cruiserweight uh, stuff from Nitro yeah. from back in the day. Yeah. And Buddy Murphy is kind of like the, uh, and th- this isn't even a Cruiserweight thing, but it's like when they took those kind of workers that were really going to put the wrestling forward, yeah. and that in the U.S. title was where it was at. TV, yeah. ti- TV title also. So in the TV title thing, all of a sudden, they just started booking Fit Finley. And no one had ever right. seen him in America, really. They'd seen him on a couple of Saturday nights. He starts coming out, and when he starts winning is when it's like, wow, yeah. look at this freaking guy. And that's all you have to do sometimes. Yeah. So just, like, putting Buddy out there, they give him his this, like, really vanilla thing, but it's still kind of intriguing about yeah. the fact that will here, won't he make the weight. Yeah. And that's it's, it's simple as shit, but that is all I need right now yeah. because his matches are really delivering the goods. Right. And we didn't even want to say, you know, we didn't want that. Right. But we have it now, and actually we're not hating it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but he's he's also easy to hate at the same time. Right. I still I still want the guy to lose, but yeah. I want to watch him wrestle. That's yeah. like the perfect mix right there, you know. Yeah, so, killer, man. Buddy Murphy Kalisto, go stick it out from uh, April 3rd. Yes. All right. Very good. And so that would lead right into the WrestleMania week. So I guess TakeOver is the next show. Yep. yep. I, I gotta tell you, Chris, you know, I constantly brag about the fact that I was at NXT TakeOver Dallas yes. a couple of years ago. Yes, you did. And I would have said, up to a point, greatest TakeOver ever. And mm. then that War Games one happened, I was like, man, I wish yeah. I'd have been at that one. And I could, I, I could, if somebody wanted to debate that that one's better, I'd be like, you have some really good, strong points about it. Yeah. I still say Dallas probably wins in a squeaker. I don't know, man. That I think Dallas the show was really good. Really I good. remember watching it live, and I was like, man, yeah. this is, I don't even care if I watch WrestleMania at this point. Yeah, and that's what it did. Yeah. And that was my whole rationale yeah. for going to ROH versus TakeOver this year. Yeah. And like we said on the last show, no regrets, but this New Orleans show was so shit hot, I think yeah. it might be very possibly the closest it's come to beating Dallas, but I Somebody could make that argument, and I would be hard-pressed to really convince them otherwise, or yeah. me maybe even right. otherwise. And this is probably the best TakeOver show ever. It was really good, yeah, <laughs> top to bottom. Yeah, because yeah. I will say, someone could come at me with this. Baron Corbin was on the Dallas show. And I'd be like, <laughs> shit, you're right. <laughs> right. And then I look at this bill, and I'm like, well, who's the biggest stiff on here? Lars Sullivan. Okay, yeah. okay I'm listening, I'm listening. Right. What match was... Oh, he was in the ladder match. Yeah, he was... His role was diminished because he was in there with five other guys. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. So there's your argument for New Orleans being better than Dallas, I think, at this point. But who knows? You know, that'd be a good debate down the road. If we ever ranked them like we're supposed to do Mania at the end of the day. Right. Then those are the top two contenders right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, The ladder match, what can be said? I mean, you had two debuts right off the bat. So already we're just yeah. like, wow, okay, oh, yeah, two debuts. Was, yeah. yeah, Ricochet and EC3. Mm-hmm. Are we ever going to call him Ethan Carter, by the way? I guess not. I guess he's just his name is just letters and numbers. Yeah. Meanwhile, Dixie Carter has been right. on the WWE Network right. at this point. 
Yeah. Yet we're still just calling him EC3. Right. Because I guess they're trying to figure out, well, how much do we want to talk about him? Right. And I just think it's a weird name if you're not giving a reference to the actual why is he called that? Yeah, I mean, Triple H is just Triple H at this point, too. But people still call him Hunter every once in a exactly. while. Exactly. We, yeah. we, we've known him as Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah. EC3 in the bubble of the WWE Universe is just EC3. Yeah. That's it. Right. Why? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I get, they still have... There's that hang-up of talking about it. Although, Engel did drop TNA, a TNA reference on a, on a show. Mm-hmm. But, yes, he did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I guess yeah. they just... They like short concise names i guess so that's what he is he's he sounds like a, a droid from star wars at this point yeah exactly there you go <laughs> i like that <laughs> i think i got him in the the case back there in the back. <laughs> and of course adam cole killian dane lars sullivan the velveteen dream who is my pick going in by the way oh yeah i picked velveteen to win it i don't remember who i picked because he was you know he's not a star maker or a star breaker right but i think it's like okay we're gonna give him the title yeah but, you know, I, I guess I should have seen it coming from a mile away. It's like, at the same time, Velveteen's been doing this with just a little bit less time clocked in for it. Adam yeah. Cole's basically been doing the same thing. Right. And how could you not give that man a title after his performance at the last takeover? That's so true. screw yeah. it, man. Just yeah. do that. Why not? Oh, yeah. I was definitely happy with the whole match and the outcome of the match. The scouting report that I probably said off air, if I haven't said it on air, about Adam Cole is people always compare him to a young Shawn Michaels at this point yeah. in his career. I see that, and maybe it's because this guy actually is also training in NXT, probably more so than Michaels. I know Michaels is there, apparently. He's yeah, got some he, sort of... Whenever he wants to show sure. up. Sure. Yeah. But there's another guy that's over in there that I see a lot of. It's not even... It's it's the action. It's the body type. It's kind of everything. Uh, in his prime, like, 99-2000 Steve Carino... I see a lot of Carino yeah. and Adam Cole. I see that. Uh, to where it's like, you want to wrestle? Great. If you want to start throwing ladders, we'll do that too. And he's he's got a nice mixture of both of those things. Yeah. And that's uh, that's why I think he's Shawn Michaels meets Steve Carino. So yeah. that's my thing on him. Obviously, big things for him. Oh, yeah. Even as the show progresses. But if you're a wrestling fan and you haven't seen this show, then you actually do have to pause this show right now watch the whole damn thing. And then come back to us. We're going to spoil the shit out of this card right, right now. It's a great card. Adam Cole with his first singles title in WWE. So now it is, it's looking like an Undisputed Era era now. Oh, yeah. Because they're going into the show with the tag titles. We'll talk more about Undisputed Era here in a minute. Yeah. But just the latter match, Chris, what are your thoughts on it? I loved it. Like I said, I loved everything about the show. But, yeah, I don't... That's... I loved it. It's, it it say? is up there in one of my. I think it's definitely competing for like top ten so far yeah. this year for me. And bragging again about my mania week from two years ago, but uh, seeing Ricochet headline an Evolve card that I went to. Oh yeah, and then seeing him how how far he's come in two years. Yeah, uh, from a national standpoint, a universal standpoint, it's yeah. just like wow. And he deserves all of it. He he had that small but very loyal and sold out crowd in the palm of his hands oh yeah but uh yeah just seeing him in his debut match in, in a match that has got acclaim from fans and critics alike so uh definitely gonna have to be one of those matches that people are gonna talk about is that one maybe the greatest show opener ever i mean you'd have to start talking yeah. about stuff like brett versus owen at mainly right. 10 yeah. to get a conversation going it's like yeah yeah maybe it's it's deserves to be in the conversation yeah i think it's 
Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to say. Let's move over to uh, the women's title match. Uh, the easy to hate Shayna Baszler mm-hmm. against Ember Moon, who was uh, played out to the ring by Hailstorm. Just side note on that, I yeah. do, I did see Shayna Baszler did an up, up, down, down with uh, Austin Creed, ah. and she's into video games and stuff. So the, I think if you genuinely hate Shayna Baszler, go watch those because she's really personable. She seems like she's really cool and nice. nice. And you know, it's but if not, you want to keep hating her, but don't if you want to keep her. hating her, don't watch. Yeah. So. I heard Ruby Wright was on this week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched those yet. Yeah, I need to yeah. watch that too, but. Uh, yeah, this was a cool match, too. I mean, man, uh, I was glad that it was a nice continuation of the previous TakeOver match. Yeah. And anything that they did in that first one, the legwork was done. And this was like the big payoff. And, you know, I guess I really, it probably shouldn't have gone any other way than this. A lot of people yeah. were mad about Shayna winning the title. but Well, especially in retrospect, it had to go this way. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but it, it makes sense. And I think... It's gonna look. It looks real dismal right now, mm. in a sense. They're they're painting a dismal picture for the women's oh, title yeah. picture in NXT because that's it's like yeah. it's Shayna and then there's everybody else. Right. And with everything that's going on, the shakeup that we're going to talk about later, it looks like it looks like the locker room's kind of being depleted again, in a sense of like, well, who's really contending here? I think there's still a couple of really good they strong contenders. contenders. Yeah. But. Every time they talk about it, it almost seems like they're kind of deflecting the ball. Like, oh, they are. Yeah. How come you guys aren't talking about Nikki Cross as much? How come yeah. you're like you're you're talking about our past victims like Dakota Kai and people like that? Yeah, and it's just like it looks bad. Well, and they've been doing some of those promos in the past few weeks where they're highlighting the women's division on NXT, not Shayna Baszler, the other women, and they're all like. I'm going to be the one to take down Shayna. Yeah. And so I think that's cool. I like how yeah. they're doing that. So it's not one contender. It's the group of them as a whole. They individually each want to do it. So they're each rising up. And they have people that are going to be standing at the front of that pack, of course. Like Kyrie Sane is right up there. Cause yeah. She's already beaten Shayna Baszler. Yeah, once. exactly. That, that's that's a, that's probably the first one they're going to go yeah. with. That's ready-made. So Kyrie, then maybe Nikki. Yeah. And uh, who else would you put in there? Is anybody Those else are definitely there? the top two. I mean, yeah. maybe uh, at some point... Um, some point it might have Bianca to be Bianca Belair. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I think she maybe maybe like go ahead and maybe do her early and she wouldn't win, but that would sure. be build up for later on, you I like know, that. something like that. I, I every time I think about Bianca or see her compete or whatever, I I almost think it's obscene <laughs> how quickly she's catching on. Yeah. Like, and maybe they're just protecting her. She yeah. hasn't she hasn't done a whole lot of long matches, I guess. Yeah. But you watch her and you you know she's a star. Oh yeah. Like, any day now, she's just going to go, Yeah. You know. And she's already getting a following, obviously. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. And she had a good spotlight that, that week. So, yeah. it just, uh, but yeah. it's going to be anywhere to go but up. It's like, wow. Like, right. she hasn't even started yet. Yeah. yeah. So, that, that's going to be cool to watch. I do, I did like that, the title match, though, the women's title match. I like, I thought it was a good progression from the previous match that Shayna and Ember had yeah. at the previous TakeOver. Yeah. And because they did, like you said, some of the same stuff, but they kind of twisted a little bit differently. And I, I like, I liked everything about it. I liked how it ended. Yeah, and like, like, like I said, it paid off very well from their first encounter yeah. because Ember wins and she squeaks by. Yeah. And I was talking about I didn't think she looked super strong in that match, and I did have a problem with it. But then as it went on, I was like, no, you know that that's fine. But then the way they basically had Shayna was so mad, she basically broke ember down as time went on yeah. to the match yeah. and then by that time it's not like she was easy picking she still had to work really hard yeah. for it but 
I think that match was miles away better than the first match. Even though it yeah. didn't go the way I wanted to, yeah. I think the second match was better. Yeah. So I would agree with that. Yeah. And then, uh, like, I guess it's one of those things where I didn't like the Dusty Classic at all this year. I didn't either. But love that finals. <laughs> yeah. I think we, we talked about that last time. Yeah. We? Where it's just a little like, bit. Why, did, why the, the Street Profits and everything and the everything matches was, just were super short? Yeah. Everything was booked terrible. Yeah. And I don't know how early... I'm I'm assuming they thought to do this when they found out Bobby Fish was legit yeah. hurt. Oh, the triple threat, yeah. Yeah. Sure. So it's just like, you know, the Undisputed Air interrupts the finals and then it turns yeah. into this triple threat, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And, but I really like this and I hope that when they go public with the why did Roderick Strong turn on Pete Dunne, I don't think it was so much he turned on Pete Dunne as he joined Undisputed yeah. Era. yeah. And he needs to say that, but also it needs to be like, they they offered this to me months ago. Yeah. And I turned it down. This was my idea. You know, like, like, you know, I think that's the way that they should go with it. And that was kind of the reaction, because Adam Cole didn't know what was happening when the match was over, when Roderick did what he did. Yeah. Like, he didn't know what was going on. Nobody knew what was happening except for Roderick. Yeah, and I hope that's what it turns out to be, because if it's not, it it does make Roderick look a little weak in that sense, because he's been losing a lot, is the thing. Like, he he lost a lot of big matches lately, so... I don't want him to be a, if you can't beat him, join him guy. I want him just to be like, this is my idea, this is my choice. And he's kind of going along it that way. That's kind of, yeah, so. that feels like what they're kind of doing with it. They haven't really said a whole lot, but I think, I mean, he's a bad guy now, so yeah. that's, it's fine for him to be like that. It's yeah. fine that he did lose, and now he's with these guys that are going to help him win. Yeah. And it's not, it. I don't think it detracts from him at all, because he's yeah. phenomenal, and all his matches are great, and he's always been like right there at the cusp of winning and he finally figured out how to do it and he just had to he had to go to the dark side a little bit to get yeah. to make it happen i'm making i'm just gonna do star wars references all throughout <laughs> sure. the show, apparently and he's he's a good heel he was in the book of truth and ring yeah. of honor so he knows yeah, how to do it true. so yeah. I, I, i'm fine with it so i'm very excited about the future of the nsp there they're just getting started in my opinion oh yeah i would like to think that it seems like uh there will be ideas to do this. Uh, whenever they get called up, they will keep them all together. They better. Yeah, and I think that would just be sky's the limit at that yeah. point. So I love that even though Bobby Fish is hurt, he's still there all the time. Yeah, me too. That's yeah. such a rare thing nowadays. Yeah. It used to be the thing to yeah. do. Like, And I, I always theorize that maybe it's one of those things where they go up to him and be like, well, do you want to stay home? Yeah. And, you know, you might get a yes, no, or, you know, maybe it's a creative idea. I'm not sure whoever is in charge yeah. of these things. I just know back in the day, this always used to be a thing. Yeah. Guy with a, his arm in a sling, but he can still get involved in matches. Right. And I love that. That's what's so cool. Yeah. Bobby is not going to lose one step. Uh, yeah. By the time he gets back in the ring, people are really going to be ready for him to get back in the ring. Whether you love him or hate him, yeah. you're going to be ready for him to lace him up again. And that's the thing. Like Since he's sticking around, Strong isn't a replacement for Bobby Fish. It's four guys now. It's mm-hmm. not three with a replacement. It's four guys. Yeah, and a free bird rolling in. Yeah. I-, I bet you they might even do that even with Cole. I feel like I think that Strong and O'Reilly are now officially the tag champs. Yeah, they yeah, never they never explained that because Cole right. took the title away after the match. But, they, but he was in the match, yeah. so they could always they come can back. still do that. They like, can still say it. Yeah, they maybe they can play with it at house shows yeah. and be like, hey, you know, you didn't have the yeah. other guy wrestle something else that yeah. night, and then like I think that they should be the first ever like 
hey, it could be two out of four any given yeah, time. Yeah, when Bobby Fish is healthy, he can do it too, yeah. Yeah, maybe save that for the big time. Yeah. Like, save that for the main roster. Right. I like that idea yeah. a lot, though. Yeah, New Day versus the Undisputed Era. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Oh, salivating. Super salivating for that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, good stuff there. And it put a shine on a otherwise, and, and no disrespect to Dusty, but, uh, yeah, Dusty Classic was terrible. Finals made up for it quite a bit yeah in my opinion so yeah, yeah. nice to see uh dustin in the crowd by the way dustin and um was it Jarrett was there who was Jarrett was, there no, no who was sitting next to dustin i'm trying to remember now shit because everybody was like cody you should have been there and he's like it's cool right. like he's like he's like i am proud of this bit don't yeah. get me wrong he's yeah. like but how was I going to be there? Yeah, <laughs> like, that doesn't really make a whole lot of First of sense. all, he was booked. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was in another building at that yeah. time that they were doing this. I'm like, anybody that, that said otherwise, I'm like, no, no, we we're witness to the fact that he was a little busy. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. And uh, unlike pretty much any takeover ever, like with the exception of one other one, uh, we have the title match, second to last. Yeah. Main mm-hmm. title. Al- Aleister Black, my guy. Versus your guy, basically, at this right. point. Andrea C. and Almas, who, I love Almas. Alistair is my guy. Almas is your guy. Johnny is everybody's guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Johnny, now it's Black yeah. versus Almas. Right. And uh, did you, um, I should have asked you this in advance, like, because, you know, it's easy to say in retrospect, but um, were you picking Almas going in? Did yes. you think he was just going to yeah. hang on to it? Yeah. And Black would have just been, okay, this is a strong contender. It makes him look good. Yeah. I but did. with all the wacky circumstances going on, uh, it was Alistair Black's night, and yeah. but a hell of a match. Yeah, that, I wasn't mad about it. Yeah, like, yeah, you can't be mad when they when they have a match like that. So. Yeah. So, and I've come around on Alistair Black for sure. We talked about this already. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. He's he's been great over the past yeah. few months, and yeah. Yeah, I just uh, I once I once I got to know like I just got lucky in discovering him just a little bit earlier yeah. before he signed and knowing like his background, all this stuff. So when he came in, I was like, I was ready for him. Yeah. So I, it took it took. It took the universe a few months, uh, you know, if they didn't know him in advance. But I, I, well, yeah, I'm just happy that... Because they did the normal thing where he doesn't do anything. He just yeah. picks a guy and that's the match. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, please don't Baron Corbin this guy. That's yeah. all I kept thinking was like, don't turn him into one of those fucking guys. Because right. he's better than that. Yeah. And, that, I mean, after sweeping the fan boats, I think this is what drove... Yeah. To, I mean, it had to have happened because of that. Yeah. I mean, not... not not that he's not talented, but I it, think it got moved up quicker because combination of, that. of the two. Yeah, I think he did definitely get propelled to the top because of all that. Yeah, so way deserving, everybody deserving in this. Th- oh my god, like just and Zelina is always just like she is. Like I'm trying to think of someone else in the last decade that's had that kind of ringside impact. We all know like Heyman is the greatest carnival barker yeah and he but right. that used to be a manager because yeah. he's not a manager anymore right. that's an the advocate. thing he's an advocate he and that's the reason Heyman is a legit advocate in the yeah. sense of when has he ever been involved in a match right like lately uh, not at all exactly yeah. so i was trying to think of the last time i just like oh man this second is really killing the crowd as far as like just frustrating the shit right. out of him she is so good at that yeah I can't remember the last... In recent memory, I just can't think of a really, really good one. one. Yeah, Yeah, so she's she's awesome and, like, made Black look that much better when he pulled it off, you know? So, and it's always that thing. It's like, she's going to get caught at some point, but the way they handled that was brilliant. Yeah, 
Because Candace wasn't around to do anything. Right, yeah. <laughs> Not this time. Not this time. So, I think it worked out very well. I, I agree. Yeah, Another was, great match, yeah. Yeah. All around. Great matches, huh? Yeah. That main event? Yeah. I Gargano is Mr. Pay-Per-View. I don't know. Like, I don't know if we're calling him Mr. Sure. Super Show or whatever you want to call him. Sure. But when, when the lights are bright, like, he completely delivers, like, every single time now. Yeah. I just... Every time I see a match like this, I always think of the future. Yeah. Like, super deserving of having a Daniel Bryan WrestleMania 30 type moment. Yeah. Super deserving of that. I just hope that there is a future out there where that is a reality. I do too. Him main eventing at WrestleMania. He's good enough to do it. He is. He's smaller than even Daniel Bryan. Like, he's a... As a wrestler, he's very small. Yeah. And... But I do think... That's the only worry I have is that he may not have that kind, that level of a moment because that Daniel Bryan was at the top, like tip top of the the card, um, in the in the people's minds anyway. Yeah. So what you're saying, Chris, is that Vince McMahon will have to die for uh, Johnny Gargano, the main event, <laughs> in, in a roundabout way, I suppose. But because obviously Hunter is a fan, yeah, and <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you put the, all the things together, like he can have the greatest moments since like. Macho Man, because he has that thing. If they build it up correctly with Gargano and Candice LeRae, mm-hmm. like even in this match, there was a moment that had me kind of feeling a little bit like Macho and when Elizabeth came out after they had had their problems, and then she came into the ring. That WrestleMania moment where he puts her on his shoulders yeah. and everything. Uh, thanks for not calling me out, and I, you left that up to me. I know you <laughs> opened the door for me to do this. Yeah, I I I watched that match, yeah. and when it was over, I I had to like turn my back a little bit right you saw it you were there yeah. i can't i can't hide the fact that, mm. that it got me like that and yeah. it did so i'm glad you brought that up and it is a little bit of the same thing because he was possibly gone from nxt even though he yeah. wasn't really ever gone i mean but... i just saw him getting called up if that right. was the case that, yeah, that's all i exactly. could see it so yeah. i was like it was a really good swerve on it and that's what that's what made the drama of that match because you really didn't yeah. know who was gonna win yeah and it was set up for either guy to win. It was so evenly set up for it. That was the really great thing, I think, about it, like, emotionally, is yeah. that, yes, if Gargano is fired from NXT, okay, he goes up to the main roster. Yeah. Cool, we get to see him on the main roster, maybe not have as long of matches, but we still get to see him. Yeah. But the fact they brought up Candice LeRae at this point... She had just gotten there, and we see this relationship, and if you don't like that relationship, then I don't know what's wrong with you, because yeah. it's instantly likable. They're just and adorable. You, you love them together. Yeah. And But for them to tease breaking that apart immediately, like you already have that built-in stuff, so you wanted Gargano, it made you want Gargano to win, even if you knew in the back of your head that you were still going to see him wrestle, you don't want to see him on the main roster right now, you want to see him and Candice and NXT together. And if I if I could be unserious yet serious for a moment, mm. in an absolutely unwatchable pre-show that was the Takeover pre-show, yeah. and we know why, because that freaking guy that they brought in was oh, yeah. the worst. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, I know, right? I I, I forgot about him so much. I forgot to tweet WWE because I was like, could be like, I don't care how stupid this sounds. I'm going to like complain about this guy. Right. I'm assuming everybody else did too. Hopefully, yeah. if I see him at the next pre-show, I'm gonna really let him have yeah, it then. Yeah. But that being said, it's an unwatchable show. Don't watch it, but put it on and fast forward it to the part where they bring Candace up to the table for yeah. the pre-show. The, the business that she does to get that match going was 
so paramount to me. I watched that. Did you did you see that part? Yeah. She because I we were yeah we were kind of going in and out of that because yeah. it was so bad. But she talked about he's not the man I married anymore because of Champa. Right. Like kind of like he's so distracted in his life by this, and I felt she's so good at it. I yeah. felt. Like, you know, I know this is a work, <laughs> yeah. but I just felt the story yeah. in my heart about it. Right. Like watching a really good, like watching a really heavy episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It right. felt like that to me. Yeah. And that's how good it was. And then I don't even remember what the question was, but they asked her a question and she just sat there in silence and she wouldn't answer the question. And, and that's I the thing. That was so cool. Was so good. The camera work was good on that too, because oh. whoever was at Charlie Caruso was the, yeah, she asked the question. And Candace doesn't answer. She yeah. just sits there. She can't answer is what yeah. it looks like. She wants to say something, but she can't. Yeah, she starts and, looking down at the floor a little bit. Yeah, and, and then just... the camera is kind of closer on her, and it just sits there on her as she tries to not make eye contact. So, yeah. I mean, that was all manipulated on purpose to sure. get that reaction, but it felt like a genuine reaction yeah, they that got... it pulled from us. You know, They got me. Yeah. So, not that the match needed it, but that really just amped everything. It adds up. everything to it. Oh. It's, again, it's that story informing the action and making you feel something about what's happening in the ring. Yeah. I I, I just, I pity the fool that is not watching NXT. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's still a massive amount of fan base that are, they're not, we, we're yelling at the people not watching 205. There's yeah. still tons of people not watching NXT. Yeah. Like, can you imagine like being that person right i mean i hate to sound like an asshole but like <laughs> how much of a fan would you be right now if it wasn't for nxt i mean it's a different kind of fan i mean no i mean just like your overall enjoyment of this like, oh us even just doing the show if i hadn't watched takeover and i just watched wrestlemania i'd be one of well i wouldn't be one of those guys on the internet bashing <laughs> everything but i wouldn't be as happy about like what i'm watching like i'd start getting burned out you know yeah. But it's stuff like, and not every episode of NXT's weekly show is great. No, like, it's not. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, <laughs> but when it comes to like the big matches, they almost always deliver. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, somebody will say like, "Well, they don't have a, they don't takeover is not as long." I'm like, "Yeah, it's not. It packs so <laughs> it's better like because it's two hours or so, and there's not there's not even a match on the pre-show. Yeah, it's just the probably five matches at every takeover give yeah. or take yeah this was five yeah, yeah and they pack so much into that like the talent is insane and they pack the best of the best into that really concise two hours instead of stretching matches over seven hours and like yeah. so yeah it's no. even if it had been three hours i like the two hour better i think because it packs so much into there well you nailed the best segue into wrestlemania 34 then didn't you <laughs> <I guess> so. <laughs> yeah because that was the next night um okay the, the, yeah. the, I'll, I'll reel it back a little bit from that but yeah. i i just wanted to make the joke <laughs> uh so we have seen wrestlemania 34 live yes we have now both uh, individually watched it on a television now correct so there's that whole thing. I know I talked about this a little bit on the last show, but it's it's different, isn't it? It is. Like even I'm not even talking about nosebleeds versus front row. Yeah. Even if you're in the front row, you get something different out of watching it on TV. Uh, of course, you get the commentary, which you know sometimes that's not a great thing. But yeah. at the same time, it, it conveys what what you're supposed to be feeling, I guess, about it. And I see that face you're making, Chris, but it okay. does have an impact. Uh, no, I know it does. Yeah, it so. does. I made the face because you say that it. 
tells you what you're supposed to be feeling. Well, and I would debate yeah. that because right. they tend to talk about stuff. They tend to miss stuff that I see that I follow in matches, yeah. and they talk about other stuff that I that does has no bearing. And they try to one up each other if it's right. if it's the raw table. Like, yeah. yeah, and I'll, I'll plug another like social media type show. Um, I'm a big fan of watching What Culture Wrestling online, mm. and they do good work. I think I like the fact that they're not like just like these cynical ass yeah. armchair quarterbacks. Sure. One of them, one of them is actually a trained wrestler now and cool. is actually putting his money where his mouth is. Cool. However. Uh, the next day they had a clip up saying and i'm gonna kind of kick around this a little bit but uh mainly about the way that charlotte was booked and how ronda rousey was booked and they were like if you uh, this is very possible that they will have a women's main event next year at mania yeah, I can it will be sure. charlotte and ronda yeah. and he said the commentary in the charlotte match lets you know that that's going to be the case that's true. Yeah, I will agree with that. Like, I, I was speaking a little bit reactionary like, no, when no. I said that, but yeah, you you are right about that kind of stuff. In that, it does guide you to to what you should focus on as far as like where the story's headed and things like that. And for some of those matches, I think the commentary is is can be really good, especially when it's like a pay per view and it's the 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 payoff match yeah. they focus on what's happening and and most of the time they focus on what's happening in the ring and they damn sure better at this yeah. point because they've had a long time to think about these matches yeah. Yeah. and so if you can't get a fucking script together at that point right. i'm sorry but like pack it in because right. like as a thing and then when i went back and watched it on tv i i saw the what culture clip talking about that and i was listening to the commentary yeah the way that they put over charlotte using the what is now called the figure six that is an absolute seed plant for her fighting Rousey because of the shoulder and arm that was oh, really incapacitated in that match. Yeah. They will talk about that next year at WrestleMania when Charlotte wrestles Ronda. I can see that. Because I didn't I, think about that. I don't even think that's even penciled in. I think that's pinned in for next year. So they will they will absolutely reference that because everybody will have watched Charlotte versus Oscar by this point. Yeah. That the, it is the paramount female match in this company. As I'm sitting here right now, yeah, I don't really see another one. There's there's some other great moments, right? But this is now the be all end all right now because yeah. it was streak versus legacy, yeah. And I think it delivered very well. I, and I realize I skipped ahead in the card. No, it's just... fine. <laughs> the yeah, I. So going into the match, we had talked about before before Oscar picked Charlotte. We we're like, I don't really see that happening this year, and talking about the, with the buildup and stuff. Yeah. But after knowing that it was coming and seeing it, it's like, yeah, they kind of had to go there. It had yeah. to be those two because it would have been. Now looking at it in retrospect, it would have been kind of a fail. Yeah, those know? are the those two women had the biggest stakes really in the entire women's division on yeah. on either on any of the WWE yeah. shows because yeah, I going into the match, I didn't see either woman losing. Yeah, I saw Charlotte losing more than I saw Asuka, but I generally did not know who was going to win that match. Yeah, and okay. and I was invested, like I cared about it. Too. Yeah, like, it was really it was great to watch live. It was great yeah. to watch on TV. It was just so well done. Yeah. And I I feel like this is the best time for me to bring this up, Chris. Now that match is going to be, I think, uh, years from now. And there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff on here, a lot of good moments yeah. on this show. Yeah. 
the things that will get talked about, that's top two or three. Yeah. If not the number one, I think Rousey will Rousey's probably, yeah. Be, yeah. But let's say a strong number two is right here yeah. with the Charlotte Oscar match. Now, where is that on the card, Chris? Was it second? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Now, you know why it's second? And I was a lot of people were thinking, that's weird. How come they didn't put Alexa and Nia in that position and swap them? You know why? Because it was an hour five or something when Alexa and Nia <laughs> came out. Yeah. And you know what? The crowd is happening during that second match. Yeah. You get to that one over there, and Alexa Naya was a damn good match. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was better than even I thought it, it was, was going to be. Payoff, yeah, even I think even a little better on television, maybe. Yeah, but this is this is the beginning of my rant, Chris. Okay, <laughs> you could have put fucking anything in the last two hours of that show, yeah. and people would not be reacting the way they reacted all the way up until. And I'm going to say the Rousey stuff. Yeah. The Cena Taker thing is a layup. A corpse, yeah. pardon the pun, right. would raise up from the dead and, and pop for at least a few things that happened during yeah. that segment. And it wasn't about the match. It wasn't a good match. Exactly. It was all about the history and the moment and the spectacle. Two minutes, 45 seconds. Yeah. I timed it. Yeah. It was just the greatest hits. So once, the, uh, once after the Rousey angle Triple H Stephanie match... And, uh, you know, the Bludgeon Brothers ran wild. Yeah. Which wasn't as bad on TV as it was live for me, honestly, when I watched it. It was a little more of a competitive match somehow on TV. I don't know how. <laughs> I guess a little bit. I, I agree with you. It was it was different sitting there and watching it in the yeah. stadium because you were maybe hoping for something different. And yeah. after watching it on TV, you kind of yeah. knew what to expect. Yeah. So, Cena Undertaker is the absolute halfway mark of yeah. Mania this year because it's a five-hour show. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, once again, much like uh, the Undertaker Cena thing, the Daniel Bryan thing is a different animal. Yeah. And, yeah, everybody's up for that. That's the thing. The way they put it right there, everything else was failing after that because yeah. we are yesed out. We are popped yeah, out. And yeah. that's that's another reason that Nakamura Styles match isn't as bad of a sequel as everybody's making it out to be. It's no. not, apparently not what their first match was. Right. But in WWE context... It was really fucking good. Fucking yeah. great. Yeah. But, like, everything after Daniel, especially, it's just like. <sighs> yeah. Because it's a long freaking show. <laughs> it's it, five hours, Chris. Plus the pre show, which you have to yeah. be there for. So and that's it's two seven, more. Seven yeah. hours. That's two plus, more things. That's the end. If you're there for WrestleMania week, yeah. that's the end of a very long week. Yeah. And um, you still got more to go you after. You still got more to go after that. But, <laughs> yeah, sitting in that stadium for seven hours, that you're going to get tired. You're going to get worn out. Yeah. And that, that does come through the television aspect of it, too, I think. Of it. Yeah, it really did, it, man. It, because, like, yeah. entrances aside and results aside, yeah. like, you hear the crowd. The crowd is not buzzing during those matches. And yeah. all those matches are good. I'm looking down. Well, the, tag, the Raw tag title is was absolute garbage. Yeah, that's but, the thing is they put that stuff like that in there, too, towards the end. The, the second to last match is almost always the garbage spot, though. Yeah. I've seen yeah. it. That that's an '80s thing. They used to do that all the time. Yeah. Like that was the bathroom break before right. the main event, and that was an absolute. That was not only a bathroom break. That was a, I'm gonna be in there for a minute bathroom right. break. But yeah, but Alexa, Naya, Shinsuke, AJ. It's like yeah. those matches were, those were good, just yeah. as good and as good as anything else on that card. But you would never know it just listening to the crowd yeah. because it's a long show, and they gotta knock it off. I'm serious, yeah. man. Like I agree. <sighs> 
I think WrestleMania 20 might have been three and a half hours or something. Yeah. And that felt kind of long, but it wasn't like, ugh, you know. <laughs> but these five-hour manias have got to go. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I feel bad. That means less people will get booked, but you know what? Fine. That's the way it is, man. And it's, don't yeah. don't be adding 10-man matches each match because of right. it. Yeah. Just They just have to make a decision. Either that or you know what they got to do. They need to have WrestleMania in two different cities and do two nights in a row. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is like New Japan, for some of their big shows, they have the road to the big show. And like uh, Wrestling Dontaku was like their latest thing. And there was the road to it, so there was like different matches to build up the show. And then there were multiple shows where they had title matches on different nights. Yeah. So maybe something like that. If it's a WrestleMania week, weekend, whatever you want to call it. I mean, they would have to adjust everything because they have TakeOver as well. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Just do different coasts, man. I don't think they're ever going to do that. I know. I know. But, but I'm just... I think like, it's a good idea. But, like, two, two and a half hour shows is two pay-per-views yeah. where I come from. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't care what your yeah. name is or what your show's name <laughs> yeah. is. Stop it. Or seven hours. Stop it. And that's kind of the thing is like when I when we got back and we we're talking to some of our friends about the show and they were like, What do you what did you think? I was like, Well I thought like the first third of the show was the best and yeah. looking back and watching it on TV again, I agree with you. I think a lot of that had to do with sitting there for so long that I was more excited for the earlier matches. They were really good matches. Yeah. It was um, very nice and top-heavy. Yeah. I liked it. Um, but I think the combination of some not-as-good stuff later on, it just kind of, like, the energy just kind of went down, and it didn't really come back up. Yeah. And knowing what to expect at the end of the night, like, I think that kind of hurt and my enjoyment of the live viewing. Not that I didn't enjoy it live. I did enjoy it live. Yeah. But the, It's a different animal. The, and I'm a, the tiredness know, yeah. that I got yeah. of sitting there watching some of it at times... It was different than when I watched it on TV. Yeah, and I'm going to give one more massive complaint before I get to the positive stuff about <laughs> right. Mania. Yeah, there's some good stuff. I've been yelling for years for the tag team titles to have a consistent place on WrestleMania. Yeah. And all the work that, especially the Usos and the New Day, put in that last year just to get that damn spot. Yeah. And I am not anti-Bludgeon Brothers. I love Harper and Rowan. Yeah. I love them since the first day they've teamed up, yeah. and they're a great tag team. The way they're being booked right now is stupid yeah. because they used to wrestle the Usos all the time right. and they were some of the best tag matches of this modern era. I talked about it before already. Yeah. That being said, I completely resent the fact that they put two tag titles on Mania this year and none of them were that good. Yeah. And it makes it looks it makes the tag titles look stupid. It, it's like yeah. it's like I got what I wanted and then they were like, haha, see how dumb you are? Right. Like, that's that's how I felt. Yeah. Especially as it concerns the Raw side of things. Because yeah. all the talents, I mean, you know, no disrespect to the bar. And I'm so glad they're in a different position now. Yeah. But, man. Like, it, and, and they should have, that, that triple threat tag title should have burned the house down. Yeah. And it didn't because of the way they're making it right yeah. now for the Bludgeon Brothers. That felt like a maybe like a Royal Rumble match that builds up to the payoff at WrestleMania where they oh, all actually wrestle each other. If only. It's like you have to go to the non-big four or whatever it is at this point shows to get the really great tag team matches because you, if for SummerSlam you're going to have to go to the pre-show for the great yeah. tag team match or you know, they're just not going to be as great if they're yeah. on the main show. Because you know what? There's people that just watch WrestleMania. Yeah. And they'll never see that Hell in a Cell match between the right. New Day and the yeah, Usos. Yeah, exactly. And that's a crime. Yeah. That's just what that's what I think. <laughs> uh, positive stuff. 
you know, everybody's saying Rousey's the greatest debut ever. It's hard to argue in a sense yeah. because, first of all, car positioning, where it's at, yeah. what it is, who she is. Right. It's better than Angles, and he'll even tell oh, you yeah, that. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> he was just wrestling Stacey. Yeah, <laughs> <me too. laughs> I but, did get uh, some some uh, flashbacks to Stacey over the past couple weeks because <laughs> nice. I'm a certain guy. What planet are you living on? Right. <laughs> oh, which guy are you talking about? Oh, with Titus, the, the Titus. Yeah. Oh yeah. You remember that oh. thing where Stacey? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Right, we'll talk about. That. Oh, yeah. that's great. Um, but I gotta say, man, you know, like uh, believe the hype. Uh, she hasn't even gone hardcore full-time yet yeah. but i was just like i was talking about with bianca she's yeah. only gonna get better that's gonna be yeah. great and i'm, I'm, yeah, I'm she, happy about she it she looked good in the ring i mean she still she has that style obviously she knows how to fight she knows how to handle herself yeah. but she's not afraid to mix it up with with the people in the yeah. ring like whoever it is and she had a great a great people that's, that's cast surrounding too. her like, stephanie is was so yeah, good like yeah. and i hate stephanie but i like when she's great at what she does put her in that it's yeah. like it's exactly and she you know she's gonna get as much credit for putting ronda over as yeah. anybody yeah but that was really freaking entertaining it was fun to watch live it was fun to watch on tv yeah. Yeah. that match is super fun that's gonna be Every wrestling purist in the world that has to be up there in your list. It's even if you call it whatever it is, a guilty pleasure. That is a super. That is sports entertainment in a nutshell. That's the thing because it wasn't so much a finger quote wrestling match as it was. It was very staged and it was very written out. Where you had it was like a movie basically. You had a beginning, middle, and end. You had the build up. You had all of it. It was clear to see like the moving pieces within the match when you already know what's happening and you watch it again you can see the pieces moving into position for the stuff that happens so it's very scenario based it's not just like a wrestling match and i know rousey can probably do it but i feel that this played to everybody's strengths in the ring for that night for that debut because it does the combination of making those memorable wrestlemania moments that they love so much that wrestlemania is pretty much all about at this point and you do, you did get to see Rousey actually go at people in this match as well. Yeah, seeing, and this isn't an atypical celebrity match, even though that's what the promotion would have you believe. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they need to, you know, it's, I'm glad that they were still putting forward the fact that, hey, no, she's actual on, she's got a contract. This yeah. isn't a one time bit. Yeah, yeah. But, so it, it, you know, overshadowed all of that stuff from the yeah. past. But at the same time, I gotta say with the wrestling stuff, there's still great wrestling in there too, yeah. and the psychology of it. And if I know Hunter the way I think I know him, he was making Stephanie watch Brainbuster matches. He's like, uh-huh. "I'm gonna be Arn, you're gonna be Tully," and that's exactly what they did in that first 10, 15 yeah. minutes. It was it was like just it was beautiful. I don't disagree, and I'm not yeah. trying to say that there wasn't wrestling in it. I'm right. just saying that it was very. They had it laid out for That's weeks. I mean, I mean you yeah. know that I, I know that they did. It was very it was structured like a story. Yeah, but I, yeah. I like the soup of it is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Yeah, if if you don't smile when you see Rousey pick up Triple H on her shoulders, like come on. Like that yeah. was And speed bagging on yeah, him. That yeah. was amazing. Like and like even the noises. I've never heard noises like that <laughs> right. in wrestling and I yeah. love that. Yeah. Those things like that and it was, you know it was fantastic. And the energy in the crowd, like watching that, it was yeah. yeah. It was yeah, it was good. And you could be cynical and say Hunter's protecting his investment, but at the same time, it takes a certain different kind of ego that's not so shitty yeah. to do what he did in that match yeah. at his expense. Because oh, yeah. you could be one of those assholes and be like, 
dude, I'm a freaking, you know, whatever. What is he? 13-time world champion. Yeah. You know, Mr. Big Shit, you know? I don't like, think he's too worried about his ego anymore in his career. And I like that. Yeah. And I don't think he's doing it to impress anybody or anybody yeah. in his family. I think he just gets it. Yeah. And I love that. That's what I love about him. Yeah. No, yeah. He, he has one of the greatest wrestling brains, I think. And he knows what to do to get someone over that to the point that he wanted and that's what they did rousey is she was a hit like everybody like i'm pretty much unanimous it's yeah. like she's a hit yeah and um you know and and i this is the, the there's a lot of stuff in this show that's like man i love sports entertainment yeah and it, it's the best entrances i've seen ever at any mania like and i just things yeah. like that and yeah. even they had to beef up some of the stuff on tv <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do I'm you think a, about that i'm not a fan of they've been messing with like graphics and stuff over the past few months ever since like the week of the royal rumble they've started doing they did the do the title things they haven't been doing the like word things as much yeah i hate those sesame street promos yeah, man it just makes yeah. you think i'm watching sesame street it pulls me out because i'm like yeah. i want to feel i know that the selfie cameras aren't live but i want to yeah. feel like it's kind of live i i think they got to kill that off you know why because it looks like i mean and i'm not pissing on him because mm. i'm i'm a support indie wrestling i'm yeah. you know but it looks like indie wrestling stuff on facebook and twitter yeah and it's like that's not the dollar you want to convey right. i mean like in the sense of like if you've always heard all the things they say about well we don't want to do yeah. that because that's bingo hall stuff and if they didn't think it was bingo hall they wouldn't say it right and they say it a lot actually yeah. so the fact that they're doing those things i don't get it i and think it's dumb it's it's different like the miz should be doing that and that's it how about that right. yeah. because he's busy Right, exactly. And he's yeah. gonna mail in his promos and put him. No, you're gonna take my selfie promo and you're gonna put it on TV. It made sense when he was on a movie set and you saw the Facebook thing where he's do cutting a promo from yeah. the movie set. Yeah. Absolutely, he's the only guy who should be doing it. You know yeah. why? Because it's obnoxious, right? <laughs> uh, and I'm not a super fan of the graphics. They they did the lightning for the Undertaker's hat and stuff. I, I saw yeah. it on the the screens in the arena when they did it. I don't like that. I don't. Yeah. And I, I missed the screen. I saw. Yeah. I was watching the ring, so I didn't even notice. Yeah, that. I just saw the flash, yeah. and then I. I'm not a huge fan because the graphics they did for like the Miz's entrance and Oscar's entrance with the computer stuff, like the yeah. 3D computer stuff. Yeah, it looked kind of cheesy. It didn't it look did. very good. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. It, it looked vid- video gameish. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't really need that so much in my it, it didn't detract from those matches necessarily for me but i don't think you need that kind of stuff yeah it's like the u.s title needed all the graphics right <laughs> just do it there just just experiment with it for one right. match and see if people hate it i don't, yeah. I don't know it just it, it's unnecessary in some places yeah. i don't i don't know i mean i if they continue to do it you know do it at mania that's fine it's not gonna I'm i don't want to see it about it i don't want to yeah. see it at every super card yeah anyway Okay, back back to the positive. God damn it! <laughs> uh, I was uh, I was a little indisposed uh, during the Daniel Bryan match. Although going back and watching it on TV, not being in a uh, a medical room, right? <laughs> because I lost my ass on the. Anyway, I, I talked about that on Rock Strikes Ten. There's my plug for it. Yeah, so, uh, but I'm glad I I didn't miss any of his in ring stuff. Yeah, I agree. I, the entrance was brilliant. I yeah. wish I'd have seen that. That was fun. And as even cheesy as some of that was, it was still kind of cool. And it was nice. And yeah. I liked the idea of, like, if you had never seen, you know, and I know that they're thinking about people that have never watched 
yeah. a single wrestling show until that day. Right. So the package that they gave Daniel was worthy of his return, and that's why I think it's okay. Yeah. Because you're like, oh wow, this guy like people people know of him even if they don't know him kind of thing. Right. He's one of those guys. Yeah. I've never seen this guy before. And he comes out and he still doesn't look like much. Yeah. But man, why are 75,000 people like all about this guy? More so than anybody that's come out at all. Yeah. They're either like kind of cheering or they're kind of booing or they're indifferent. Yeah. But best reaction of the whole night. And uh, because I didn't see the entrance, I only saw the uh, going out part. But yeah, what do you think? Daniel, best reaction the whole night, right? Like, yeah, watching? probably. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Sorry I had to miss the intro. It's all right. No. I appreciate you checking up on me, Yeah, though. sure. No problem. Uh, yeah, I was just... I like the way... that That's that's the stuff I'm fine with. Yeah. And it made Daniel look like a million bucks. And he is so back. Like, Yeah, I uh, like the way they did the match, actually. Because they did kind of split it between the two guys. Shane was in there. He just got... He, he was holding his own for a while, but then he started getting oh, beat up, and he was... But he kicked way. out of everything. Yeah, yeah. It was... He always... Yeah. He, but Shane did what Shane does. <laughs> yeah. And he did it, did it well. And... But by the time that it felt like he all hope was lost, there's Daniel Bryan back, and he just goes nuts. And yeah. it was... Yeah. It, they they knew what they were doing by doing that. They built the tension up. They, they made everybody, like, want it more and more and more, and they finally gave it to him. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so... I remember asking you, Chris, specifically, so you were at both Nakamura Styles matches. Yes. One at Tokyo Dome and one here there in New Orleans. Yes. And I was like, which match was better? And without hesitation, you did say... The Tokyo Dome match, yes. So, was there a big drop? Or, I mean, you could say that there was, that's fine. I I still haven't seen that match, actually. I'll show it to you. I'll I'll bring over my stuff and i'll just show you yeah. all the new japan stuff you need to see sure but um yeah you need to make a comp like a best right, of and we'll just follow the time right yeah the i like the match more i think when i watched it back on television because i got to see maybe me too look a little more into the nuance the I guess. finish looked better on tv yeah. too by the way yeah yeah um i think they shot themselves in the foot with it because they built it up so much they hyped it they hyped it to the moon and we did in our heads too we all did it we're all we're all guilty of it yeah the company was i don't blame them so much though in a sense of like it's the match we wanted as hardcore fans yeah and i felt like they were like okay let's just give them this match you know we're we're not gonna have it close the show which they should have right um they would have had a better reaction to the main event that's for damn sure but um, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. Just... So they were fighting against expectations the entire night. Yeah, I the feel match, bad. The match was good. I like the match quite a bit, actually. It's going to be one of those things where one of the rematches is going to be like, oh, that's the better match. Yeah, like, and that's the thing, is that's what I kind of felt. We've already seen one rematch so far, Yeah, and we're going to get another pretty soon here. And I think that... It, they're just different things. Like, New Japan wrestling is different than WWE wrestling. It is. And even though they both came from there, were in there at the same time, and they still wrestle sort of in that style, it is a WWE style, and it's different. Yeah. And that's but it not, ain't bad either. That's I mean, not, it's one of those that's things. That's not yeah. a judgment on quality oh. of either. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's different. Yeah, we were still ECW fans and WWE yeah. fans simultaneously. Right. And we recognized yeah. the difference that early on. Yeah. And... I didn't hate WWE because they weren't ECW and yeah. vice versa. For it's a WWE, it yeah, for a WWE match, I think it was great. Yeah, and time will be kind to it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, and 
looking back, I haven't watched the Tokyo Dome match in a long time. Mm-hmm. I just remember thinking like it was fantastic, and yeah. it was, and it was. I don't know. It's I would have to watch them back to back to like really give a judgment. It's like I like this more because of this. Sure. But I did enjoy the match, and I've enjoyed it more the more that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, I will just say, going back to the sports entertainment aspect, mm. my favorite entrance of all time, easily <laughs> yeah. Shinsuke's entrance. I know why. Well, it's not just Nina Strauss, right. and it didn't hurt. That's a big part of it. And she was a takeover, and yeah. finding out that she's actually a legit fan. Yeah. Uh, that made me very happy. She mm-hmm. she has an interview on WWE.com where she talks about the history of her fandom. She's only been a fan for like two, three years. Yeah, I linked it on the, because you talked about it on yeah. the, the WrestleMania week show. I linked it. There's show notes. Go so go to the website. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So it's, even though, uh, like, let's say, uh, you know, some other uh, lady guitarist might have been a fan longer than she has. So that's like, but it's still a big deal for us. Like, yeah. I understand yeah. how important this is. Yeah. And I loved uh, the the best Corey Graves call of the entire year talking about the full circle of yeah, Alice yeah. Cooper being at the Silver Dome. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I like that. that. That's one thing the TV helps. Yeah. Uh, but just the arrangement of the song and like yeah. the way it's evolving even now at this point but like just the fact that it had I, I when I was there mm-hmm. I, I, I was so kind of speechless in the sense I couldn't convey like this is everything I love in art yeah. uh, and music at the same time. Right. Because wrestling is an art, I do believe that. I'm not just speaking to Cole Cabana. Shinsuke Nakamura is the artist, and he is the artist. And it's and if people really truly evaluate that entrance, it's all styles of music too, and it's all yeah. different types of journeys that even like a musician or an artist will make in their life. All right. There are some people that just play in drum lines, and there was an entire drum line out in the back yeah. lot. There were the people that play in the classical, uh, you know the the philharmonica as, as dice likes to say uh, the, the philharmonic orchestra yeah. uh and then there's someone who is a genuine rock star and oh. it's all aspects on that stage I never thought about that including you have the pro wrestling aspect and the grandeur of being in a stadium and it's the biggest entertainment show of the year i think that is an absolutely beautiful thing that i witnessed in person and i will never forget it for as long as i live it just gave me a much deeper appreciation of that i thought it was cool i was like yeah that's cool yeah, but yeah. You just you just put all those layers in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, and this was uh, and uh, yeah, I was in a lot of pain, and I had <laughs> a, I had a few uh, had a few drops. I made a lot of pain. I made a lot of pain. I had a few painkillers in me, but I was still speechless and like I damn near wept sitting Ooh. there. So nice. Yeah. So god damn it! Like there's like two nights in a row <laughs> where I almost cried watching right. wrestling and. <laughs> Kind of had the little bit, little misty going there. Right. People have admitted to crying to the Macho Man list thing, so I think it's okay yeah, to, to admit. I'm man, man enough to admit that anyway. Yeah. Okay, so going back to how long the show is. Yes. I'm convinced that Vince McMahon is on acid because <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this isn't. I, I'm really not trying to make this like any other armchair quarterback podcast pro wrestling show. But with the fucking Roman Reigns thing. And um, you can put Brock Lesnar in there if you want to. That's yeah. fine. You cannot discount the box office of Brock Lesnar, first of all. Yeah. So, that being said, take Brock out of the equation. Okay. He's got all the credentials in the world. Yes. Yes, he deserves his contract. Yes. What have you. Sure. Now, take everything I just said there. Yeah. And then I'm just going to give you a two-word question. Okay. Roman Reigns. <laughs> You're confused, aren't you? I am a little okay. bit. Okay, Vince McMahon is on acid because I don't get it. <laughs> Nobody gets it. Yeah. Be, it, it, 
I have heard many reports from different crowds all over the country, yeah. even uh, just recently up to the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Yeah. Where, was there a big applause? No. No. Were, who was applauding? Well, there were some families and kids. Okay. Were some people leaving during the celebration? Yes, they were leaving during the celebration. Okay, well, that's a problem. Yeah. And it's been going on a long time. Yeah. You know what Roman Reigns' greatest WrestleMania moment is? Losing to Seth Rollins? Yes. <laughs> getting cashed in on. Yeah. After getting suplexed 16 times yeah. on his head. Yeah. Okay, maybe he's outdone himself now by taking... Five F fives and letting the sixth one get him. I'm probably wrong on that number, but you and, see my and, point. And bleeding the hard way. Yeah. All is he really place. selling that many shirts? Is he really? Is he really doing it to, more so? Is he really blowing away anybody that you could like, like a like a Daniel or a Kevin? Or is he really blowing it the fuck away that much? Maybe. Is he gonna be the Make a Wish guy? <laughs> no. Is he going to cross over into films? No, he's not doing any of that. I'm not saying Kevin or Daniel are going to do that. Yeah. But, okay. Did he watch WrestleMania 30 before WrestleMania 34? Do you think Vince actually sat down and watched that show and, and said, what made this great? Or what made WrestleMania 3 great? Right. Or 10? Right. Or 17? Or any of those? And he's even involved in 17. He has a factor in the main event. Right. Him coming out and doing anything would have been better than what he laid at the door yeah. for, for this main event. And I'm sorry. And yeah, and you know what? The crowd turned on it. They said boring, and they threw beach balls, and you fucking deserved it. Yeah. Every one of you deserved it. Whether you hated or loved what happened in the crowd during that, we, we're all to blame. We are all to blame from Vince all the way down. Uh, maybe not to that kid. I felt bad for the kid that <laughs> right. cried in the crowd behind yeah. us. When Roman lost, yeah. this kid actually just lost it behind me. And I yeah. felt so bad. <laughs> it's the only time I felt bad for almost Roman. Right. <laughs> and I was like, don't put me in a position to right. feel bad. <laughs> but when a kid cried, I don't like kids. But I felt so bad for this kid. Right. Because I'm that. it seemed like, he, I didn't. I didn't even know he was there the whole night. Oh, yeah. And that's something, especially yeah. for little kids. Right. <laughs> but once Roman lost, I knew he was there. Yeah. So I, I he that's probably the only reason he went. Yeah, probably, but, but, yeah. But what's everybody else's excuse? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe my question doesn't even make sense, but I'm just, I, I'm baffled. I am completely baffled. Okay, Daniel didn't get medically cleared early enough. I get that. But why? Like, Brock versus anybody else. It's, like, it's, I mean, I don't know, but I think merchandise is a part of it. It's a large part of it, I'm sure. It's it's the look, it's the mentality that Vince McMahon has for him being in the business for so long. Like, he sees Roman Reigns, and he's like, yep, that's the guy. But is he losing his hearing, is what I'm saying. It's just like... I don't think he watch, cares. I don't watch. think he cares, because you, the crowd was reacting. They weren't reacting to the match, but there there were a lot of reactions in the crowd. See, I hate that, because they don't understand that yeah. they don't give a shit about... Like, like the guys like us, or any, anybody else, let's, let's go with the male demographic yeah. 27 through 45, yeah. or whatever that number is, 25 yeah. through 30, 45. Sure. Sure. And... They're only like booing him because I like it, but yeah, and that's a reaction. But I think it's a problematic reaction because, like, people talk about how Hogan had haters in his day, yeah. and yeah, he might have, but I didn't hear him on the show. Yeah, even like a, a non-drawing champion like Diesel, I heard applause on those live pay-per-views, yeah. and I didn't hear a whole lot of boos. Yeah, like I'm, I know I'm not... it's a different time, yeah. but but like 
like he just needs to admit defeat here. I'm not because disagreeing it's, 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 with it you. It hurts the yeah, it yeah. hurts the show. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that playing devil's advocate for Pencil okay, Man yeah, no. is like I'm not he, yelling at you. I'm I yelling. I'm yelling to the world. If he hears <laughs> that loud reaction, and there was, it wasn't. But they weren't even reacting to the match necessarily. Sometimes they did when he would keep hitting the F5s, and he would kept kept kicking out. Sure, people would boo that. And he yeah. sees that, and he says, oh, okay, make that connection. There's a big reaction to that. That's good. We can use that. And that's... But at the same time, like... But this, his son kicked out of just as many bad things yeah, up yeah, to a point yeah. as Roman Reigns did. And the the thing... Is, and he got a better reaction, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. His when, son. When people <laughs> boo Roman Reigns so much that he can barely speak, when, like when he came out on Raw and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince sees that. He's like, yep, that's working. I'm sure that's what's going on. I mean, I just, I hate the whole thing about, but but you reacted, didn't you? Yeah, I but, hate it too. That's <sighs> that's why I advocate the the actions of just don't look. If something's happening and you don't like it, don't react to it. No, don't yell anything. Yeah. Just, just the, Silence is the greatest weapon you yeah. have against Roman Reigns. Right. People just won't do it. Yeah. And it's not, and they cannot, I've said this before, I know I have, but they just can't, he's not Cena. Yeah. Like, and, and, he's not, he's and not the sad this... thing is, they don't even want him to be Cena, yeah. they want him to be Austin, yeah. they want him to be Hogan, they don't even want him to be Cena. Yeah. And he'll never even come close. Yeah. Never. And I take some solace in that, but I just wonder how long it's going to take for them to be like, okay, fine, and throw your hands up in the air. I'm not saying fire the guy. But we, we didn't hate him in the shield. Figure that's, it out. That's my thing is I don't dislike Roman Reigns. I dislike the place that they've pushed him to because I don't think that he really is necessarily the guy for that position because he's not good on the mic. He's terrible on the mic. Yeah. People come out. Samoa Joe's been talking at him lately and Samoa Joe just like rips him apart yeah. every time he comes he out. circles around him. And you yeah. know he's right and he's beat him. And he's enough. done it for forever now yeah. at this point. Everybody does. Yeah. And but so like going back to Reigns versus Rusev when they were fighting over the US title. I liked Reigns in that. I thought that was a good spot for him. I liked the position of it. I liked Reigns in the Shield for the most part. That he had great matches with those other guys. Yeah. So I think there is a spot for Reigns. I don't personally think that the spot that they're they keep forcing him into is the spot. Like because when we were watching Elimination Chamber and he won it, it's like what? Why? Yeah. Because it didn't even. And we don't even like Braun, but we we yeah. were thinking, well, Braun deserves it. It at didn't this even point. feel like the right trajectory because yeah. he wasn't headed that way. Yeah. It was out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, oh, WrestleMania season. They need that that marquee thing. So when you look back in history, oh, Roman Reigns is main evented all these WrestleManias, and you see the the packages, and it looks like Reigns has been at the top forever, yeah. even though he dips up and down. If if Braun had been put in the match against Lesnar this year, which he should have, yeah. it's Vince admitting defeat. Yeah. And I know that's why they did it. Yeah, I know that's the only, it's it's such a petty reason, and that's yeah. why they did it. Yeah. And don't tell me it was to sell tickets, because in the words of his advocate. Brock Lesnar conquers a box office every time. It yeah. doesn't matter. He had Brock Lesnar. He had Ronda Rousey. Yeah. He had the two uh, most popular MMA fighters of the last 15 years. Two of them, yeah. Yeah. Like, at a WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> That's box office enough. Yeah. And the name kind of sells itself. Yeah. So, 
I'm not saying have fun with it and experiment. Right. But I'm just saying, like, Brum is what you built up in most of our eyes. Yeah. And you didn't give it to us. Yeah. And the fact now that if, if they'd have done that, we'd have never gotten that crap uh, Nicholas thing. Right. Then, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm pissed about it. Yeah. I mean, everybody listening to this show knows that I'm not a really big fan of Strowman, although I am coming around a little bit to some of what he does. Yeah, you are more than I am right yeah. now. Um, but not, like, the Nicholas stuff and the, yeah. the brain Strowman stuff. Like, the, all the stuff, the tag stuff, I hate it. <laughs> the, only, the only enjoyment I got out of the Nicholas thing was that I was so cashed out, I immediately actually got on my phone during the show. Yeah. Twitter was keeping me very entertained. <laughs> yeah. Lance Storm, like, all these guys oh, yeah. were, like, weighing in. Everybody had jokes. Nicholas yeah. is in rate just went way up you know like i I was having a lot of fun bucks posted the picture of them super kicking the little kid you know it was i was laughing and laughing but (laughs) so in in some ways you know i could even make a positive out of that yeah but i'm okay i'm just gonna stop i just want to get out of wrestlemania (laughs) i i i didn't hate the show i I thought the show was really cool but you know at this point if when i ever rewatch it I'm turning it off after Nakamura Styles. Yeah, me too, yeah. Because even then, that's still five and a half hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, I when we were wa- when we were there watching the Reigns-Lesnar Reigns match. And the crowd shit on it. Yeah. I mean, and I then was, the replay, you know that they sweetened up that replay. Because yeah. if you'd have watched it, I would love to have seen the live cast. Yeah. Because... There's no way they didn't pick up on that because yeah. the crowd shit on the match the whole time. Yeah. And during that match, it didn't seem that way. Right. And But watching it live, like, I was, wasn't was really paying a whole lot of attention to the match. Yeah. And I, well, we had kept dodging beach balls. Yeah, because there was so much stuff happening in the crowd. And yeah. so... People were trying to get thrown out. That was the thing. Yeah. People were so done with it. You right. saw a bunch of guys on the floor, especially trying to get someone, thrown out. Someone in the section over from us had like a whole package of beach balls. And yeah. they just blew them all up, threw them out, and then they left because they knew they were going to get tossed. Yeah. Um... Literally and figuratively. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the but then watching it back on television, I'm like, the guys both worked hard. Uh, yeah. They did what they could do with what it was. But I mean, when you go into a Brock Lesnar match, you know what you're gonna get. You're gonna yeah. get a whole bunch of suplexes, and there will you, be blood. You might get blood usually, like Lesnar, a lot of the times. Yeah. But but like in this one and the one with Orton, of course, like break, oh, busting yeah. them open like purposefully. Yeah. To, to get that reaction and there was there was kind of too much blood like it didn't make a whole lot of sense because he didn't mm. really beat him on the head that much but then yeah. he bleeds everywhere yeah so they were trying there's that one forearm that did yeah, it yeah yeah he, he like you can see the cut like over the in his hairline um it's it's really obvious when lesnar does that kind of stuff because he's yeah. really good at it <laughs> but uh when he wants to make you bleed he's gonna make you bleed yeah. but um but yeah it was just like it wasn't it wasn't anything it was just it just wasn't much of a match, really. Yeah. And it went on for like 15 minutes, which is surprising for a Lesnar match. And it's, it really is, and I'm not just trying to say this, but like, like four of the same, the same four moves. Yeah. You know, it's, and I get it's, it. their, it's their two moves a piece. Yeah. Like, okay, Lesnar has a few more, obviously, because he knows a few more suplexes. Right. But it's some form of a suplex and an F5. Yeah. And on range, you got Superman punch and a spear. That's pretty much all they were throwing down. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe a clothesline here and there. All the outside shenanigans. Table shit. Post shit. That's it. Yeah. That was the match. And I mean, I get it. Like with Lesnar, like when he did it to John Cena, which was like the birth of like Suplex City. 
Um, yeah, I it, liked it. Was it. Different, it was different because it was, it was so different at the yeah, time. That's what, and they keep trying to they try to that recreate lineup. it every single Lesnar match, yeah. and it's like I kind of want to see some wrestling. Maybe yeah, you want to you want to you want to have violence be a, a beautiful main event with violence. You go back and watch the Taz versus Sabu FTW ECW Unification Title Match, yeah. and I want to say Living Dangerously, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. That's what my brain's telling me. <laughs> we'll find the clip and post it. Yeah. That's a classic match of the week right there. All right, cool. Yeah. So you want to move on from Mania? Okay, so Chris, so Chris went into business for himself and went to Raw. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. you guys didn't want to do it. You were dragging your feet. I was like, I'm going to go for the show. No, here's the thing. Is it like it was five of us all together, and I was like, Chris, if you can find if you find a single ticket, tell I'm no uh, no sour grapes. Right. Go to Raw. Because we were going to go to SmackDown the next day anyway, yeah. and I was beat and beat up. So uh, I was happy. Chris got to go to Raw. Someone had to go to a Raw after WrestleMania. I didn't even get to go to the one in Dallas because it was sold out. Yeah. There were still tickets for this one. It was crazy. Like I guess well, once they put the stage up, they started putting stuff out. The, right? That was the thing is tickets kept popping up throughout the day it's like one here and then it was gone one here and it was gone so and the missing I think people were selling tickets well there's that but the, the misnomer about the raw after mania is that like it's you can't get in there for under a c note but you yeah. you got face value nosebleed what was it 25 bucks 30 yeah, bucks like 30 something yeah. yeah so you can do that just you know you got to do the leg work just yeah i mean yeah don't do the scalpers. stop paying scalpers people the, the the more you stop paying scalpers, the less scalpers there will be in the right. future. Yeah. Stop feeding the beast. Because Chris went on Ticketmaster. It was the official, yeah. yeah. I didn't get it from even a ticket reseller or anything. Yeah. So. He paid 30 bucks on Ticketmaster, day of the show. Figure it out, people. Evolve the idea. Okay, right. so Chris, how was that live raw? To do a, do a quick review, because I, I took up way too much time, and I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. You had some very valid points. Um, the I, I liked it. It was I don't think it was as much of an experience as they build it up to be over the last few years. I think they kind of did that on purpose this yeah. year. It seems like the way they booked the night, just as a, yeah. as a TV watcher, and I'll yeah. let you get back here. But yeah, it wasn't the crazy show that it's been. It know. was. I mean, the whole actually the whole week really was, or at least Raw and SmackDown. Well, there wasn't so many debuts on SmackDown, um, but some good ones. Yeah. But the uh, it was mostly just a spotlight of who is it going to be next, and then it was like, oh, it's this person. Yeah, let's see a two minute match, <laughs> and then you get on to the end of the night, and that's kind of that's that's what the show was. Yeah. Which. It was exciting to see some of these people. Uh, Ember Moon was one of the big ones for me. Congratulations to Ember. Athena, you've come a long way from uh, Dallas, Texas independent scene. So we're very extra proud of you. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, I mean, Jeff Hardy coming back kind of, it was fine. It's fine. I'm sure that was a a good reaction. It was a good reaction. Was that the biggest reaction of the night? Or what do you think? The TNA joke? The TNA joke got a big reaction. Uh, Bray Wyatt calling Jeff Hardy brother Nero got a big reaction. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, Backstage stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was a great, I gotta say, the the walk to the ring where Jeff Hardy does a, a whole sidebar. Yeah. I like that. I don't want to see it every week, but they need to do that at least every yeah. now and then because that was super duper entertaining. Yeah. It was nice to see an entire Raw, by the way. Right. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those in a while. Uh, so those were, I think those were probably the biggest reactions of the night that I can I can think of. It was it was a fun Ooh. show. I enjoyed it. What was, uh, was, uh, was there like a dark man event or was it just six man? No, it was just the six man. Okay. Yeah. It was it Miz and the Mysteraj versus Balor, Rollins, and Jeff Hardy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they just tossed beach balls after they called for beach balls yeah. after the show and tossed them around. 
Okay, so you know, that was that. You know, I, I you know, I was kinda like watching I was like, Oh cool, you got to see that debut and everything. So I'm a little jealous That's on that. I think the the biggest thing for me from that show was probably Paige's retirement speech. Oh yeah. Because I mean, that that was a big deal and it was one of those things where she was out there with absolution for who was it, Mandy Rose wrestling that night? That sounds right. I think it was Mandy Rose and maybe Bailey, I wanna say. That sounds right. Yeah. Um and then you could kind of see it because you saw Paige get into the ring and she got the mic and then you like when you're in the crowd you could see Sonya and Mandy kind of back off and go away and so the people sitting next to me are like oh it's happening like we all know what's coming and it was that kind of that feeling of dread but you I don't know that it came through as much on TV as when feeling that in the crowd because pretty much like most people in the crowd knew what was coming out they were still doing like replays and talking and stuff so it was like just here's her in the ring with the mic already and I'm like ooh so we could see we could all see it coming we're like oh no and and then she gives the speech it's a like a great speech because what she could get out because she was obviously emotional yeah and then when the crowd started chanting like this is your house i thought that was that was great like it was it was cool to be a part of that and in the same arena she won the title it's it's, it's, that's an awesome it was one of those bittersweet moments where like i'm glad i was there but it's such a sad moment at the same time i just get i just get so mad i know no one's ever going to be more mad about than her probably it just it's such such a tale of wasted time unfortunately because yeah. she could have done so much more it's, oh, it's, oh yeah it's tragic. i remember back when she like when i first saw her in nxt and i was doing i did posts and stuff about yeah. like this is the future of the women's division and yeah. I, I posted a You're lot right. of stuff yeah, yeah, yeah i posted like that documentary the original fighting with my family that documentary yeah. about her and her family yeah. way back when and uh yeah, yeah. somebody so. somebody else saw it too and, and financed a feature film for yeah, it exactly yeah <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, so following her from that point, at least, and yeah, it was, it was, it was rough. Like, it it sucks for stuff like that. So I thought it was cool that, like she said, she talked to Daniel Daniel Bryan and with Edge, who was there. Yeah. I thought that was, because, yeah, Edge was another one. Daniel Bryan, too, he's back, which lessens it, but. Edge is never going to be back. Edge, yeah, he's never going to be back. And that was, like, being able to follow his career, WWE career, from beginning to retirement, like, sucks so bad. Because he's, like, it's, like, these people who are. I'm not going to say it happens to the best of them, but these people are it seems to. fantastic, and they are the future, and they get their careers cut short. It sucks. Yeah. It's like if Edge was still around, he'd be jockeying yeah. for position with Cena. Yeah. Still. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he would, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So we were both all there. The whole crew was there for SmackDown the next night. Yes. And we got to see some major things. Like, yeah. they, when they started off the show, I was like... Oh, here we go. And I was like, ah, oh, this is going to kick Raw's ass. It kind of did in a sense of, from what I could tell because, I mean, at least that main event for the first time ever, it's like, you know, AJ was like barely in ROH whenever Daniel was like in there. They were, mm-hmm. he, I mean, I remember they had that agreement for a while where TNA was letting their talent go to ROH, but then they killed that oh, off yeah. kind of quickly after a while. But it kind of feels like this might be the first time. It's probably not but the first time, or at least in a long time, yeah, AJ versus Daniel. They announced that right up front. And I was like, "Oh yeah, here we go." And I'll tell you one thing that made that thing great. Just skipping to that match because we're gonna talk about a little thing that happened there in the middle of the show. But I loved how it was such a great built-up dream match that they were able to build up throughout the show, and then here it is in the main event. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I kind of just forgot about Shinsuke for a minute. <laughs> so when he came out and ruined the match, yeah. I was pissed, but I was like, 
yeah, they got me because right. I he was the I don't know why he was the last guy I was expecting to see, <laughs> yeah. but he was. They yeah. so they got me on that. They probably didn't get you, but that, that's uh, how I felt watching it. I didn't really expect that match to go the full distance because of what that match is. Yeah, it, it's money later. Yeah. It's like don't give away what you can exactly, sell. Yeah. I get it. Uh, but uh, any uh, any big uh, pro wrestling fan, especially of this uh, day and age, would definitely have this next thing on their bucket list to be a part of. And the best thing about it is, it's it's like a scratch ticket. You you don't know if you're going to win or not, or oh, you're yeah. going to be around that day. But to be around for a cash in, yeah, is pretty great. <laughs> and for the first ever women's cash in, yes, yeah. that is history plus right yeah. there. So we were there. For Carmella's cash-in, this leads all the way back into that whole discussion and the theory on the Charlotte Rousey booking for next year, is that it's already following the plan for the, the Heroes Mania. They have to have a massive fall right at the beginning of the season. Oh, I And Charlotte had her massive fall that she will be able to now build back up throughout the year because the last thing you want to make her is boring for the next 12 months so now they have done their job two days after mania planting those seeds so the entire segment and everything involved around it how great was all that chris i love it like this all of this was stuff i predicted i think a lot of people predicted that the iconic duo was going to show up at some point because they've kept them on ice for so yeah, long you and know? we all felt i know you did and i did as well that they that smackdown would be the better fit for them and but even still like being there and like hearing hearing them come out and seeing them for the first time was like yeah like being in the uh the arena or the smoothie king center for that was it was really cool and I like that even though Peyton was in the Battle Royal yeah. at the pre-show, yeah. it was still a surprise. Yeah. Because there was a lot of people in that Battle right. Royal, and she was like, they barely even acknowledged that she was there. Yeah. So it was just kind of like a how do you do, but yeah, yeah why not, right? So I thought I thought this whole segment was, was great. Like, yeah. Charlotte coming out, the, the queen, the champion, she's yeah. done, she is at the top. She beat the unbeatable She's still the champ. She she can't get any higher, and Rug is just completely pulled out from under yeah. her by the combination of the Iconics, or the Iconics at this yeah. point. Two eyes, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and then when in the middle of that beating, we're like, everybody started chanting for Carmella. They like, did. It, it was, was it was weird. Yeah, yeah. So and then for it to happen, even. Because even in spots like that, you don't know if it's going to happen or when she gets the ring, if it's actually going to happen. And there's been so many of those false starts now. It's like that's almost kind of her bit now. Yeah. And by the way, uh, she broke a record. She held on to it longer than anybody. Not just obviously men and women. There's no record to break for women. But now there is. She held it longer than anybody before cashing it in. I loved, like, underrated performer in this segment was Mike Chioda. Because uh, <laughs> Carmella runs down to the ring. Because the referees had been checking on Charlotte, who had just gotten the crap beat out of her by yeah. the iconic duo. I still want to call him that. Sure. But, I'm whatever. fine with it. Yeah. But I, I thought that was that was cool. They did what they should have done, and they really beat her up. They gave her, like, a tandem powerbomb on the floor. Yeah. So they beat her up. She was done. A lot. And yeah. then... 
So Mike Kyoto was going like up towards the ramp, and as Carmella runs down, she grabs him by the wrist and yanks him and pulls him into the ring. And I loved what Mike Kyoto did is like he was acting dumb in the ring. Like she's handing him the briefcase and she's like yelling at him, like ring the bell. And he's, he's like, like yeah, right. Like, uh, like he didn't understand what she was saying, and he's looking yeah. at the briefcase. And he did that for in the arena. It felt like forever. Yeah, it felt it did. like five minutes. Yeah, I'm like, and we're all like, ring the bell, like yeah. do it because the longer you wait, the the more likely it is that yeah. Charlotte's gonna get up or she's gonna have enough time to re- regain her senses. It's like the five second pin roll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're like, ring it, ring it, and Carmella's freaking out too. And then so I think he is definitely the underrated MVP of that segment. Yeah, I love but, the Coyote man. He's yeah. he's he's underrated for a yeah. long time too. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was great. And then she just... One kick that didn't even look that good, really. Sure. Especially when you watch it back on TV. Yeah. But it was enough because the Iconics beat the crap out of Charlotte. Should have so. done the finger poke of doom. Right. <laughs> so it was... Even though that happened, it was still believable. So Yeah. 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 And it, it's going to keep Charlotte off the title for at least three steps at this point. Yeah. Because she's got to go through both Iconics. Yeah. And... You know, eventually, yeah, she's having her backlash match with Carmella, but this is almost kind of a spoiler. Like, yeah. you know, that Billy and Peyton are going to get yeah. involved in that, and they're going to have to keep her distracted off that title for at least a good, I say, at least until SummerSlam yeah. minimum. Because, like I said, that's how you keep a person interesting. Yeah. That's why they had Asuka get beat, because yeah. you can only take that so far. Yeah. And even though I thought I had a good theory on. <laughs> Yeah. I said it was going to be Rousey, Asuka, main eventing main, uh, WrestleMania next yeah. year. They would have had to injure Asuka on TV for a good amount of time and kept her off TV to make people miss her. Yeah. Because otherwise, if you're just winning all the time... For another year. Yeah. It gets Goldberg... I mean, old. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. well, we're not talking about Hall of Fame. There's too yeah. much stuff to talk about. Yeah. You know, I much respect to uh, pretty much everybody but Goldberg on that one. <laughs> right. But yeah, so, and, and then the rest of the show, like, we did get to see Usos versus New Day. Yeah. Good, I'm solid I'm happy match. I got to see that yeah. match in person. It was a number one contender match, and there were no shenanigans involved. Yeah. So we were kind of back and forth on, like, is that or the Gulak-Andrews match from 205? So after a little bit of debating, not too much, but a, a decent amount, I say between the crowd reaction and the overall enjoyment of the match... New Day Usos get match of the week. I think so. For the second week of April. Yeah. It only took us 90 minutes to get to the second <laughs> week. I like it. <laughs> oh, and NXT, there wasn't much on NXT. It was pretty much a wrap-up show of TakeOver. Yeah. But the War Raiders did debut. Yes, the, and that's the Smoothie King Center. So that's the thing is that, like, now they need the TakeOver, but you got that yeah. as your... All that stuff on... The week after TakeOver every time is always the dark matches from TakeOver, actually. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of neat in a sense of, uh, yeah, like Kyrie Sane was there and yeah. War Raiders were there, you know. So it looked like a like that warm-up is a good warm-up yeah. so, for me. So War Raiders, good name, bad name? Do you care? I'll get used to it. Yeah, same. <laughs> I mean, obviously, um, there's that whole Marvel factor in yeah. calling yourself War Machine. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't think they're really going to mess with it. Yeah, I get it. I'm sure they're, if they'd have thought for more than five minutes, they're going to come up with something better, but right. ask for yeah, it's more fine. Raiders it, it works. <laughs> uh, just a, a, a great tag. For those of you that don't follow Ring of Honor, uh, War Machine, a.k.a. War Raiders, very formidable team, multi-time tag champions. And you're throwing them into uh, a fed that, you know, it's just NXT alone. There's some great tag teams in there. Yeah. And, you know, it would have been kind of cool to, like, see him duke it out with Authors of Pain. But I think maybe the reason why they bumped up Authors of Pain is to keep him apart. And then by that time, maybe Authors of Pain will get a little better. 
That'll be a money match yeah. at some point. Yeah. I mean, how could it not be? Yeah. But wherever they go, they're going to do great. They are, uh, you know, they're they're big dudes, but they can move. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen them yet, do yourself a favor. Go look up some of their old stuff, too. Yeah. So. New All Japan right. stuff as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You could tell they were kind of sad to leave, like, when yeah. we saw them over there. Yeah. yeah. All right, so week three, Chris. <laughs> week three, I mean, so... I have a little bit of an issue with the way the the weeks kind of flow after WrestleMania. Yeah. So you have the the week after WrestleMania, and it's all about oh new people bringing up. We we know that this is what it's going to be. I mean, SmackDown only had the Iconics, I think, but Raw was all about. I think were there any other debuts? I don't think there were. On God, my SmackDown. brain is just uh... it's because there's so much. Well, they they announced a lot of people, they but did then they kind of waited more so for the shakeup. It was the shakeup that did it, yeah, for the most part, I think. But anyway, the let's start with the let's start with the shakeup. <laughs> so yeah, so the, the raw after WrestleMania, it's about the people. Oh, new faces, yeah. And then we then they announced, oh, we're having the superstar shakeup next week. Yeah. It's like, why not have that all in the same night? Like, yeah. I get that there's a whole bunch of people moving and doing things. Well, coincidentally, all the call-ups for all the shows that happened, nobody yeah. got shaken up. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Um, the, well, Jeff Hardy returning, he did get shaken up. Uh, yeah. That was an injury return. Yeah, yeah. That, so that's a technicality. The yeah, it's yeah. technicality. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. It feels like the same thing two weeks in a row to me. <laughs> a little bit. I'm not saying that I don't like some of the movements. Um, but the shakeups did feel more like post-mania shows. You're yeah, right. it did. You're absolutely and so right. it, I don't know. It just felt weird to me. And this whole month felt, this past month felt a little weird because you have the Greatest Royal Rumble which they, which they were building up even during Mania. Yeah, that's the thing, is they were building up that show. Plus, we knew that we had Backlash coming up like a, a week and a few days after it. Yeah. So they're they're making like uh, number one contender matches, but we don't know if it's for the Greatest Royal Rumble or if it's for Backlash. Yeah. Like the U.S. title, Randy Orton won the number one contender match for, I don't remember even what week that was. Well, but basically, the shakeup jobbed out the Greatest Royal Rumble. That's the thing, is because... <laughs> in a, in a yeah. sense. <laughs> so, Orton wins a number one contender match before any of this other stuff happens. Is that he's going to have a match at Backlash. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, the title's being defended at the Greatest Royal Rumble, and we don't know who's going to be facing Jinder Mahal for that title. Like, because I remember saying to you, like, oh, we're going to get, like, Orton and Mahal for the summer again. Like, I don't remember when for I said that. For a hundred yeah, days. for a hundred days. But, so... Yeah, Randy Brown also. What's up, Randy? Yeah. But, yeah, I we feel you on this. Yeah. Least favorite feud of the year right. last year. Oh, yeah. The, but, so, I'm wondering, like, what are they doing? And in retrospect, it makes sense. But it doesn't make sense because they had to have known that they were going to do this whole thing with the U.S. title. Jinder Mahal comes to Raw on the Superstar Shakeup. First guy out. Yeah, first guy out. uh, He does whatever. He ends up getting into a match with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy wins the U.S. title on that Raw. Yeah, fun moment. Jordan becomes chameleon. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We move over to SmackDown, the second night of the Superstar Shakeup. Oh, Jeff Hardy's been moved to SmackDown. So we don't have the U.S. So this is my problem with this, is that somebody, one of those GMs, is really bad at their job or really good at their job. Because either Paige was okay with having the U.S. title and the Intercontinental title both on Raw. Which is, if Jeff hadn't won that match, which was an impromptu match, 
and there's no guarantee that he would have won anyway, mm-hmm. she had to have been okay with him going to Raw and having them both have both of the secondary titles. Does that well, make Well, there's any no sense? universal title on Raw, yeah, like, yeah. like, usually. Either that, or she's really, really good at her job, because she did some last-minute finagling, and was like, oh, wait, we were going to have Seth Rollins come over, but why don't we bring Jeff Hardy back over instead to bring over that U.S. title back? So, it just doesn't make any sense. And on top of that, on top of that, it it makes it seem so much of a work that... Randy Orton got his title shot at Backlash because, oh, we have to have that rematch. There's a rematch clause. We didn't know that we were going to have to invoke that rematch clause when we made this number one contender match. But that rematch clause is being invoked at the Greatest Royal Rumble where we already knew that we were going to... (coughs) We already knew that we were going to have to have that U.S. title match regardless of anything else. So none of that makes sense. They created a gigantic plot hole in the world on um, the universe of paradox WWE. yeah so that's, that's a paradox like so sorry that was my I'll leave my cough on there because that was a genuine reaction <laughs> that, that that was that was my uh you had a rant earlier yeah that was no. my superstar shakeup rant is like don't do stuff like that because it makes it super obvious that it's fake yeah it does look really dumb yeah that being said <laughs> i honestly went on i never go on wwe.com by the way if they have a great video they're going to put it on their facebook okay. that being said i went on wwe.com and i looked at the superstar roster for the first time in a long time first mm-hmm. of all it's just funny to see who still has a job sometimes right second of all i was like okay this person's on raw this person's on smackdown because they don't have it i think there's a way you can separate them but they just have it a to z now sure from what i see and how many times are they gonna change that roster page? It used to look really good when um, Joey Styles was running it. I really liked his style, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this person's on SmackDown now. This person's on Raw now. So I was like going up and down. It's like, who really won the shakeup? Yeah. And I've been a SmackDown homer since the brand extension. Pretty much, actually, I, I've yeah. been a SmackDown homer since the day one. Yeah. Actually, I've always thought ever since it debuted, it's been the more entertaining show since it debuted. Yeah. Eh, well, let's say the first couple of years they might have been neck and neck with Raw, but definitely brand split, no contest for me. Yeah. But the shakeup, I think SmackDown destroyed Raw. I agree. Yeah. It, if you we we did a thing years ago called like the AWF, the Awesome Wrestling <laughs> Federation, and I said, Chris, if you had disposable income to sign people and put these people on the back of your company, I'm telling you, the shakeup yeah. uh, people especially. And just some of the call-ups. It's yeah. call-up shake-up time. Yeah. Like, they got Joe. They got The Bar. On SmackDown, obviously, I'm yeah. talking. Um, keep going. Let's keep going. They got they still have AJ Styles. They still have Shinsuke Nakamura. And... Andrade C. and Almas. Andrade C. Yeah. and Almas. I mean, like, this is like a company I would start in my dreams. Yeah. Like, if you cut some of the filler out, man. The main event situation is insane. It's, it's going to be... And... It's it's it would almost be apropos if Vince doesn't even understand what's actually happening right, right now. That that's that's the thing I have in my head that just makes me giggle. They right still now. have Daniel Bryan in that mix too because he's oh. back now. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like any 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 of that. Yeah. Any single multi, I don't care. Like yeah. all of that is good. And I want to I want to um, put it to even the listeners out there. This is me trying to like say, please let me know which of you out there aren't bots. Like, go on the comments of this episode posting 
and I want you to look at the raw roster specifically and tell me who would you put on the back of your company that's there currently now. Yeah. I'm not just talking about shake-up people. I'm talking about people that are there now. Because yeah. I look at it on the surface as like, oh, that's the company, uh, that's the roster that has Reigns and Strowman and people like that. Yeah. And I see Seth Rollins and Finn Balor on there. True, yeah. granted. Yeah. And that's why I'm probably going to get more Rollins and Balor matches. Right. And they proved my point almost yeah. like the week after. Yeah. And that's pretty much what the show is now for me. But I am mega excited yeah. for SmackDown. Yeah, but like SmackDown has the bar now and still the New Day and still the Usos. They got Anderson and Gallows in the shakeup. Anderson and Gallows and the Bludgeon Brothers. You have five shit hot tag teams, in my opinion. Yeah. That any. And I, I really think the money is in Gallows Anderson. They're going to have the combination of the Bludgeon Brothers. I'm calling it right now. Right, I can it's, see that. It's time. Yeah. It's been two freaking years. Yeah. It needs to happen. Yeah. Has it been two years or one? Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm trying to say. It's been a while. Yeah. They need to finally have the titles like and make it actually matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the clubs back together yeah. whenever they want to use it. Because like, they did the Balor Club thing, but that went away after like a couple weeks. Yeah. Like they didn't team up anymore. The only way Raw is going to sneak up in the tag division is if the Revival just kind of slip right in on, uh, you know, the new champs. Yeah, and that's <laughs> but, the thing. Is but like, I don't even see that happening. because no. I barely see them on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how I know. They're barely on the They're barely on Raw? <laughs> the, I mean, because that's like, SmackDown is, for the tag team division, it's definitely the competitive division. Raw is the the story thing. Yeah. It's all about story and what's crazy and what big moments can we have, whereas on the SmackDown side, it's usually two, guy, two teams and let's have them fight. Yeah. You know? So put in the comments, who would you back, like, let's say like... Can you name five people who at this time right now, I'm not talking about all time, I'm talking mm -hmm. about like right now, Lesnar aside, you don't get Lesnar, by the way, because he's his own guy, <laughs> but five guys on the Raw roster, or a team, or a woman, or whoever. Yeah. It's probably going to be more women than anything. Yeah. Um, but who who are you putting in your company? Who are you going to put uh, invest, I'm going to put the company on their back? They did get Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. That, that's, a, that was a good, that's the best thing that they got in the yeah. whole thing. You, know, you think that's gonna? You think that's um? You think that's the next Sean Diesel? People keep talking about that. I almost uh, see. I almost see Miz and Big Cass being the next Sean Diesel. I see that yeah. happening more than anything. But I could see that a little bit. Miz more, needs yeah. backup again. Yeah, because I don't. I, I I don't really like that comparison so much. Okay, it, it that's what seems, I'm hearing yeah, buzz about. It, it seems too easy. I don't, yeah. and I don't. I think they would go out of their way to not be like that. You know. Okay. Yeah, I, I if I was booking Raw, just me, and you know, I, I'm sure there's not like millions and millions of dollars in this, yeah. but I would love to see Drew and and Dolph just take all the belts. That cool. <laughs> That's what I want yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So yeah. you know what my so I did a little joke on the Twitter. I do that sometimes, but okay. I have to share it here at House Show. Yeah, at House Show. But you know what the greatest acquisition for SmackDown was? What? Baron Corbin moving to Raw. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They have Baron Corbin yeah. now too. The 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 trifecta of doom. Yes. So Strowman, Reigns, Corbin. Addition by subtraction. SmackDown came out on top just because of that, and all of the other things I said. Oh man, said. that's another reason. I have. I keep. I try to. I, I try to put Corbin out of my head right. like Freddy Krueger. You know, right. I just hope he'll just disappear <laughs> into nothingness. 
or pixels. That's the thing nowadays. <laughs> so what was your favorite match of that week, though? We've talked about Raw and SmackDown. Oh, it's got to be the... Um, <laughs> we're, let's go to 205. Grand Battle League <laughs> and Lince Dorado versus Tozawa yeah. and Hideo Itami. Agreed. That was a great match. Yep, agreed. Not even just on principle. It's just that they, they weren't paying attention to wrestling... Uh, that week on, no, on Raw, yeah. it was very male. Even even as cool as the main event on Raw was, like it was all just because of the shakeup, yeah. short arm tags. Yeah, it was right. the night of that. Yeah, so there you go. The best the best match on Raw for me was Brizongo in the bar, which you said you didn't even get to see on Hulu. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it was the most fun. So yeah, that was Brizongo's Raw debut. Uh, it was it was funny. Like they actually um, they were talking to because that was the first night they shake up the bar. Did they did they beat the bar? Um, I don't remember. I think they did. Yeah, because yeah. they would have had to if yeah, they're yeah, moving yeah. the bar over. Yeah, yeah. Because they had to drop the bar stock completely, right? To kick him off a of raw, right? Yeah, that yeah. only makes so, sense. So they they saw him in the back first, and they were writing up citations for how stupid they look. Oh God, they probably had made out seven tickets. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the bar. So that was good. But so I'm kind of sad that that Brizongo left SmackDown, but they haven't been using him anyway. Yeah. So they they delegated their sketches to like the yeah. website, which Rus- is death. Rusev Day took over as the the comedy team. Like, so yeah. Apparently, there can only be one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, last week of April. We're almost done, Chris. Uh, it was a little bit better show because, you know, they've kind of got their stuff figured out. They're starting to settle into, okay, these are the feuds we need to have now. Yeah. And it's not just, look at this stuff, look at that thing, look at that thing over there. It's, yeah. it's like, okay, let's settle in and actually do something. Yes. I, I've been a fan of the hard no this month, by the way. <laughs> Which is uh, the Mistaraj trying to find their identity yeah. for like the seventh time in each of their careers. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, Finn Balor. I have a little bit of a gripe with him. Go ahead. Finn Balor says the Balor Club is for everyone, but he turned down the Miztourage. Like he's a hypocrite. So you're saying that he should have at least let him hang out as yuck monkeys? Like you can like we'll, we'll hang out a little bit, but like, like he you can't come to, ringside. He doesn't have to like hang out with them, but to <laughs> deny them entrance into the Balor Club absolutely seems a little bit against what he preaches yeah i know it's just for the bit no but, i know and yeah but i don't know like just in that segment i was like man they're, they're nice guys now they well not so much well, but they're pretty selfish but they're they're guys and they are someone <laughs> they are part of everyone so they've been booked into the uh the ted cruz position of pro wrestling right. nobody likes them yeah <laughs> it's funny i like what they're doing with them they're still coming out to the mrs music and stuff yeah they, they clearly have zero identity <laughs> yeah. i feel oh my god it's just like what can you do man they're yeah. both legacy yeah like yeah and what the hell and i you know i hate to say that i feel like that they would have got rid of them if it wasn't for that you know it feels like it, yeah. It's not I'm about talent, they just don't have a thing. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about what's going to happen to them in a month or so. Yeah. I mean, if I had to put money on it, those are the two I'd put my money on. Yeah. You know, even more so than Heath Slater. I guess he's, I, I really, truly feel Heath Slater will probably have that job as long as he wants yeah. it. As long as he doesn't screw it up for himself. He feels like kind of like the Scotty Too Hotty. Like, when he had a job for, like, years and yeah. years and years, and he yeah. didn't really do a whole lot after a while. Well, Scotty was there longer than anybody realizes. Yeah. He was a jobber, like, in 88, yeah. and he stayed there the yeah. whole time. It so. feels like that's what Slater's going to be like. Yeah. Because he seems like he's willing to do anything. Exactly. Like, he's know. the guy that raises his hand first every time yeah. backstage, and you know he's that guy. And they need to throw more than a couple of bones every now and then. Yeah. So anyway, 
Him and Kurt Hawkins, damn it, mm-hmm. who I picked to win the battle royal. <laughs> that's why. I, about that, that all year. Well, that's why I didn't even want to talk about the pre-show oh, okay. because that broke my heart. Gotcha. I just, uh, yeah. We did yeah. talk about the cruiserweight title match. Though. We did. That was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. We, much much respect. I mean, it just uh, it's. By the way, it's a pre-show. You've got all the time in the world. It wasn't yeah. like it was two minutes till the start of Mania, and they tra- they kept trying to kick him out of the ring when they were celebrating. I yeah, hate I that. that. I was paying attention to that stuff. Yeah. Like Charles Robinson's yelling at him. I'm like, dude, screw you, man. Yeah. Like, what? You know, make it go black and play another ad? Like, no. Right. Like, let him have his damn moment. He deserved it. Yeah. He had the rug pulled out from under him like three times last yeah. year. He deserves one minute in that damn ring to celebrate with his championship. That's all I got to say about that. Week four. Still in week four. Um, (laughs) By default, I I think we talked about the the best match on Raw was the women's main event. Yes. Tag the 10 women tag. Yes. Uh, Over on SmackDown. Uh, I didn't really have like a blow away match for me. I mean, I had to give it to the main event again. Yep. Uh, but I would say uh, the gauntlet match on 205 was so entertaining. I liked it. Once again, just building uh, the whole thing. Buddy not making weight, and then they I have to that. do this match. Yeah. Like, that's that's a thing. Like, yeah. how much of that is real, Chris? What do you think? Uh, I feel like there was some reason, I mean, because the title match would have been at the Greatest Royal Rumble, so I feel like, I don't feel like it was a real thing. But, okay, you know, I like that they have it in their back pocket when they. But it, it could have been like, you like know, they don't want to quite pull the trigger on them yet, yeah, but yeah. they like them. Yeah, and, I, and it does. It makes them like a jerk. It makes them an outsider. Right, and he's just like he gained two pounds and he can't yeah. do it. Sorry, like dude. what's gonna happen if he gets the title and he he doesn't make weight? That's gonna be weird. Yeah, like I mean, I guess you still can operate within the thirty day rule. He has to make weight within the 30 days days, and have a title defense. So I think that's only the right thing to do. But once again, that makes me intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. Gauntlet match was cool. I liked in the gauntlet match, I liked the Gulak uh, Ali stuff the best. Oh, man. Yeah. Further proof that that would have been a great finals. Yeah. And I was almost kind of counting on it. I'm. But I was pulling for Cedric from the start. Like. Cedric's so easy to like, yeah. and, you know, he's got the talent to back it up. Like I said, Ali is a future star. Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, I just I just hope there's a, a, just like Johnny, I hope there is a place in this world for Gulak at some point yeah. on the main roster yeah. out of his weight class. That's one thing, like, okay, so little, little sidebar. All right. I'll keep it brief. I think that they just need to go ahead and just move the cruiserweights over to SmackDown. They're on the, they're, they do the show after SmackDown anyway. Just let them go over there and then have them interact with people on SmackDown because they're there in the building. Have them, someone, have Cedric be in the back. Have Gulak be in the back and like, hey, so I'm looking for a partner. Where's a partner? I can't find a partner. You, come with me. And then they ha- just interact a little bit. They don't have to compete for titles, but just have them be in the ring together. I want to see Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. These guys are about the same size as a lot of these other guys. They can have phenomenal matches. And it's going to boost the the value of 205 Live to have, even if they get beat, to have Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, 100%. I would think we're good. That's, that's a win-win. Two points to that. Yeah. Number one, pop quiz. Okay. Who's the longest reigning SmackDown Tag Champions? Is it the Usos? No. Is it New Day? Paul London and Brian Kendrick. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. And yeah. what are they? Oh yeah, they're cruiserweights. Yeah. 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 So it, it, it's it's happened before. Yeah. And I bet you came up with that conclusion for sure as as a finale, 
because you actually attended that uh, one of the two hundred fives finally, yeah. and you see, wow, yeah, <laughs> like not as many people left in New Orleans yeah. because it's still Mania Week. Yeah, but people left, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. No one really cared. Even the ones yeah. that stayed, they didn't really care that much, did they? Right. It's 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 sad. It's like yeah. I. I almost kind of looked at you, Chris. I'm like, man, I'm so sorry about this. <laughs> like, I felt, I felt like I needed to apologize. Right. It's like this really ended with a whimper, didn't it? You know, like in a sense, like because that crowd yeah. was so shitty by the end of the uh, night. I, it was getting, I was getting a little bit peeved at the crowd. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were bad. They were. It, it even came through on 205 Live when I watched it back on TV. Yeah, and they did their best to hide it, but there was yeah. no hiding it. Yeah. And I could tell, I could tell everybody in that match was pissed. Yeah. And I, I don't blame him. I mean, like, Gulak's like Gulak supposed was, to look pissed anyway, yeah. but I could tell he was You could really tell, see he was looking over at the guys that were over there doing whatever they were doing. Yeah. It's not about you guys. Like, really, like, you are the worst people that go to wrestling shows. Yeah. That's, you know, when they talk about crowd hijacking, that is the worst case of it. Yeah. And more than I've seen in a long time. So, yeah. screw you guys. That being said, as good as the gauntlet match was in the last week of April... Uh, over in NXT, show started off cool. It had the uh, Adam Cole's first North American defense. They let a little bit out about the whole new thing about Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. By the way, my my favorite thing that isn't like a, during a match nowadays is uh, Kyle O'Reilly's air guitar with the belt. <laughs> yeah. I was... saw someone posted like uh, just some clips of Kyle O'Reilly doing stuff. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. Was like, oh, is there a montage of him yeah, with the guitar? Yeah, because <laughs> O'Reilly actually uh, retweeted it. And he was like, this this video is embarrassing. Don't retweet this anymore, guys. <laughs> but it's him basically, just clips of him like being real goofy playing the guitar. A montage of that. It's like he doesn't just, even realize he's doing yeah, it. A montage of his face when he reacts to some things. <laughs> like uh, whenever, I forget which one it was, but like the Undisputed Era before Roddy joined they were in the back, and someone said something to Adam Cole, and O'Reilly just gives this face, like, oh, like, what? And this is just zoom on his face. And it's, like, the bits where he's, like, he gets beat up in the match, and he gets stands up right away, and he's, like, in a fight, and then he falls flat on his face. He's done that a few times, and that's him there. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, he's Giant. mega underrated right now. He's he's only going to get more notice as time yeah. goes on. And he's so good. Like, like he's yeah. one of the best technical guys they have, oh, I oh think. Oh, God, yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, so I think I retweeted that at House Show on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. funny. So Cole versus Oni Lorcan was cool. A uh, little uh, more time. Heavy Machinery uh, broke up Sabatelli and Moss, yeah. much to the delight of many people. I don't care. Yeah. But uh, I like heavy machinery. I don't care about sure. No, no, I understand. Uh, Sabatelli and Moss are so freaking vanilla in my. Yeah. I mean, like they they got to do something better than that. Yeah. So either do something better or let them go. I'm they sorry. can do it. I thought Patrick Clark was pretty vanilla, but he's now the Velveteen Dream. So. <sighs> yeah, if only. So there's something. Maybe there's something down the line for those guys. One of those guys is going to be a mega heel. But even though I think I feel like one of those guys was going to be EC3. <laughs> right. You know, like yeah. I'm a rich asshole. Right. And then EC3 shows up, and it's like, like damn it. <laughs> Maybe they can have, like, a babyface rich asshole versus a heel rich asshole. I don't know if that'll work. Will that, that won't work? Okay. Yeah. But moving on, I had a nice little flashback, because we were talking about this a little bit off air. So they do the bit where uh, Gargano is getting a shot against Black yes. for the title. I'm like, wow, they're going to give away Gargano Black on NXT. So I always check the time code, because I always smell a rat, and I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> but, hey, there's time on here. They're going to let him go. But then all of a sudden, like the ghost of Christmas past, or whatever the hell you want to call it, <laughs> Ciampa comes out of nowhere. I don't think that's what the ghost of Christmas past did. Yeah. 
They don't, they're not that physical, are they? No. Like, one of them flies. Anyway, but, uh, by the way, speaking of flying, how do you get on the top of that truck? Anyway, right. okay, so <laughs> Chapa stretches Gargano out. It stinks, and we're like, oh, mm. you are the worst, Tommaso. Mm. You are just the worst. Biggest heel in the entire company right now for yeah. me. And like, see, I, when when I was watching that, like, seeing Ciampa on the top of that truck watching them put Gargano in the ambulance to go away, I thought that was the end of the show. Yeah. I really, because I, I, I was watching on delay, but yeah. I wasn't looking at the time. Yeah. So I genuinely thought that was the end of the show because and that did that weird oddball um, thing where Black Alex was, was out there. He was he was watching him. Yeah, he walked past and he went, "Whoa!" Yeah, <laughs> like he had that, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like I like I like that he is so he's so dark or whatever you want to call right. it that he's not supposed to convey emotion. Mm-hmm. So when he does, it's really neat. Yeah, it's like, ooh, there's a bit of humanity in you, sir. Yeah. So, and he comes out, and then all of a sudden, I just was like, man, this is like an ECW flashback, like old school ECW, and, you know, he's pissed off, because he's there to fight. Yeah. And then, uh, all of a sudden, Eric Young comes out, and, you know, this is in a week where we saw on the SmackDown shakeup previous week that Sanity was getting called up to SmackDown. Yeah. Which is awesome. Minus Nikki Cross. Which but, is less awesome. Which is less awesome, but we talked about it earlier. Like yeah. she's one of the real legit contenders to yeah, Shayna. I understand she why they dated now. I was upset at the moment, but I understand. She needs to stay over there for a little bit, yeah. and I'm fine with it. And that way, whenever they need to put a, a fresh coat of wax on Sanity, yeah. Nikki will show up, and it'll yeah. be awesome. So yeah. it's all good. Yeah. That being said, I think it's so cool because Eric Young is one of those guys. Like, if you just didn't know anything about Eric prior to Sanity, like. It's, it'd be hard, and I'm not yeah. not talking. I'm not trying to talk down to anybody. You just can't appreciate how much Eric Young means to people like us. Yeah, because we've been following his career for so long, and he's been so good for so long. He is one of the greatest aspects of sports and entertainment, in my opinion. because yeah. he's a phenomenal wrestler, but he can entertain the shit out of you. And you, most people don't even know this yet. Yeah, they don't know how entertaining Eric Young can be. They know he's a little off. Yeah. But he can do it all, yeah. and they don't even know that yet. Yeah. So I love the fact that he got a really cool farewell in NXT, yeah. and that was the whole reason behind it. Obviously, right. that and then obviously it helps the storyline for Johnny and Tommaso. Right. And it, it, but that's it, great booking, isn't it? and it's a great uh, payoff for the crowd because they just got super disappointed. But Black is like, I'm not going to let you do this to the crowd. Like you're mm-hmm. not going to you're not going to ruin this for everybody. Yeah. Like we're, I'm going to fight somebody. And that's his and first action as yeah. champion. Yeah. So it. Like in that way, it kind of diminishes Champa's actions, and it but it also fuels him. You'd be like, I control this show. Like you don't do that. Like when I make a statement, that is the final statement. And so I could see Champa going after Black. That oh could yeah, be a great feud. That's gonna be because good. of that whole situation right there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that I'm sure you could find matches with them online. Yeah. I can't imagine you yeah. can. But yeah. Go look up some old Eric Young stuff. You guys need to understand what we're talking about here. Mm. Like I said, not trying to talk down. I just never know who knows what. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm trying to say. We talked about it before. There's so much wrestling. You can't watch everything. Yeah. You can't play it all. I mean, we were talking about like, hey, I wonder if so-and-so has fought so-and-so. And And I've done that a lot lately, especially with NXT. And I was like, oh, yeah, Alistair has fought that guy before. Ooh, I got to go watch that. You know, like, I love it. There's still, there's always stuff to watch. Yeah. All right. So was that your match of the week for that week? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, kind of on principle, but also great wrestling. Yeah. So, 
It's a different kind of match than the only other thing that was contending was the gauntlet match. No pun yeah. intended. Yeah. Uh, but this was the better match. I think, yeah, concise. Like with gauntlet matches, I like gauntlet matches. Yeah. This style I've had another good match. one this year. Yeah, there's there's been two, and but there's always like some kind of downtime throughout it. So, and I think overall, like beginning to end, pure enjoyment. Yeah, black and young. All right, Chris. I'm running out of gas here, but uh, can we get can we kind of do a drive by on Jetta? Yeah. Ooh, that sounded terrible, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> There's been a lot of stuff in April, and yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad that April is over. Yeah, because I need a break. It, it's kind of tiring, but yeah. So the Greatest Royal Rumble was a glorified house show. Nothing on that show mattered. There were some good things on the show, but to advertise that we have seven title matches. No women's title matches, of course, because mm-hmm. I have problems with that. Yeah. But because because they hate women over there. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just, I'm, I'll be that guy. Okay. Well, no, like okay, so <laughs> so it, it's not even really a complicated subject to me. It's like W. I understand the WWE wants to be on the forefront of this history making thing. Jetta is in Saudi Arabia. There's this new guy that's in government and he's trying to make the city more progressive. More progressive does not equal progressive. You don't get points for doing things that should have been done years ago. And for WWE to put on a show in a country where they know that women can't compete, they can't even announce. Renee Young wasn't there. I like Byron Saxton. JoJo wasn't there. JoJo wasn't there. But... So, no women whatsoever from yeah. WWE. And Byron did a great job, by the way. Byron did a great job. Yeah. Every every person on that show did a great job for the most part. Oh, you want to... Oh, sidebar, sidebar. All right. JR said on his podcast this week that they were led to the table by men toting machine guns. Wow. Man, okay. Yeah, so... So, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Just... The only thing I'll really say is that I have an issue with WWE choosing to put on an event in a country where they know that the... That a large portion of their roster and support staff cannot attend. I have a problem with that. Yeah. And it's not just the in-ring competitors. That's you what I'm saying. Know, yeah, backstage. Commentators backstage. like Costume people. Referee. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jessica Rick. Carr couldn't yeah. be there. Yeah. So I have a, I have a problem with that. Yeah. Any, any, any country or culture will do that is absolute crap. Yeah. You know. Anyway. Yeah. So with uh, that out of the way, what did... Uh, to me... The show, I like the cruiserweight match. I like the ladder match. Yeah, those two matches for sure. Yeah. Because they, everything else was, I will say, underrated. Mm-hmm. Usos Bludgeon Brothers was yeah. very underrated yeah. because the, the Usos got closer. Yeah. And if, if if this is a slow build to, like I said, breaking the combination of the Bludgeon Brothers, yeah. I really liked the progression in which the Usos attacked them and they built they were able to progress from even the storyline they were doing with Naomi getting involved because yeah. she wasn't going to be able to be there this time right. but they really brought it and I was really in my heart it, it made me feel like a kid again in the sense of like I was really going for him yeah. and I believed in them and they were doing so well yeah. they just got caught yeah and it's just that one thing it was like rock it was like when I was watching mania six and watching the rockers versus the twin towers right. I'm like stick and move stick and move but the minute they got caught they were done yeah and it's exactly it was the same match I loved it and see I like it and I have faith that with the talent that those teams have and that anyone else who gets involved in this situation I know new day has been kind of a little bit involved here and there yeah. um but doing it I have faith that they will do it correctly. It's like we said before. It kind of sucks that the WrestleMania match wasn't what we wanted. Yeah, 
but to that match was better. Yeah, the but one to Jetta build up correctly to where you see them getting a little bit more here and there on them. The Bludgeon Brothers, I like that build up, and I think it's going to be super satisfying when the Bludgeon Brothers eventually get defeated. But yeah, it just kind of the timing kind of sucks. Was, the shakeup killed the show from yeah. the, not from the word go. But from week one, out of the yeah. gate of promoting it properly after Mania. Yeah. Because the shakeup basically led to, well, I guess we know who's going to win this match. Well, I guess we know who's going to win this match. Yeah. Well, only two people could possibly win the latter match. Yeah, so tag team, raw tag team titles, <laughs> that was not going to win them. That was a given. Yeah. It was the most anticlimactic yeah. tournament final in the history yeah. of anything. Yeah. The... Maybe not anything, but you know. <laughs> in a, that was a Team USA versus... Croatia or whatever yeah. it was, 92. Okay, sure. Intercontinental title, like you said, two of the four can't win it. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that this stuff's going to happen. Yeah, anything can happen in the WWE. <laughs> no, like, we're, they're not going to do that. It's, and yeah. if they do have that happen, then they're just going to fix something to make it go away. Yeah. Ladder, so, ladder match is my overall favorite. Mine too, I agree. The... Um, yeah, it was, it was a really great match. I liked the, I liked the finish. Like, Balor just, like, watching as Rollins jumped on to, like, the ladder right in front of him. Yeah. Like, the look on his face is like, what is happening? Oh. It was the same as us. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. we were watching at home, and he was in the match. Yeah. (laughs) But he watched it like we did. (laughs) Injury to insult, like, that cut over his eye happened when he got hit in the face with the belt on the way down. Yeah, what the hell? (laughs) It sucked for Balor, but yeah, it was, it was a good match. Um, the, but yeah. Seven title matches, no titles changed hands. The we crowned one title, but that was once again yeah. They they won it, but yeah, we knew who was going to win it. No titles actually switched from someone to another yeah. uh, person, and we didn't even get the drop on Titus, so I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, have you seen the shirt? They're officially oh, yeah. on the yeah, shop selling yeah, a shirt. It's like yeah. colored like the greatest Royal Rumble colors. Slip and, and slide yeah. worldwide. Yeah. 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 It's, it's Slip and slide sue for that? I, um, I don't know. Maybe. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, I marked out for the Davari brothers. That was my other Devari favorite. Davari brothers was, was cool. I like seeing them. That yeah, seeing Sean Davari yeah. that was great. I never expected that. Yeah, I want to put a pen on that particular thing for the next episode. Okay. So okay. yeah, but Titus he was in the the greatest Royal Rumble. It's not the greatest. It was fun to see the fifty guys, I guess. But no. the the times for the entrances were shortened so much that it was still only like an hour fifteen minutes or so. It wasn't that much longer than any other Royal Rumble ever. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan did break the record for the Rumble, which I, I enjoyed. But the fa- and that broke my heart, though, man. I, I, I we're gonna we were gonna debate on this, yeah. but like I'm so disappointed. That <laughs> like, he didn't win. Yeah, because okay, the language that they're using, and maybe this is just coach, right? But they always talk about man, how great was Rollins in that gauntlet match? Yeah, yeah but he did win. That's what it's. That's what it's going to be. How great was Daniel in that? Yeah, but he didn't win. I and that's the kind of that. well, that's the kind of culture they convey when they talk about those things. Yeah, but it's a I, record. But he didn't win. That's odd. They're going to have to. But do what does anyone talk? Who, who won the gauntlet match that Rollins did all that stuff in? Uh, there you go. See, but you remember Elias? you remember Rollins in that, didn't you? So I, I don't I don't buy that. Like I think that's just a, a soundbite for the heel commentator to be yeah. like, oh, you didn't win. That's something that the Miz would say. But, so, I, I'm i kind of torn a little bit. So, the fact that the, the Royal Rumble, the greatest Royal Rumble, was not for a title shot, I kind of like that. Because it did open up anybody, conceivably, some more so than others, could yeah. have won that. I'm because it that. didn't matter. It didn't have to be a main event guy. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um, random. Uh, as far as, uh, like, gimmicky people. Hmm. 
Hornswoggle specifically. Yeah. Who would you have booked instead of Hornswoggle? I'm just fancy booking here real quick. I... As a, that kind of an entrant. I'm talking like that kind of a reaction. Comedy-ish or just different. DeSantino. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I was thinking Zach Gowan, actually. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know. He's, he's, he's still around. Yeah. He's still doing it. That so been, I was just like, fun. Yeah. it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And think about what that would have been like for the crowd that didn't know him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he walks down there and all of a sudden, what's up? Right. Because <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that was just an idea I had. But yeah. So I, I thought the Rumble. I, Strowman actually, gets his payoff finally. Yeah. He, he won something that didn't matter. Like he, <laughs> yeah. he, he headlined the show that means nothing to anyone ever. <laughs> like that show means zero. That show was created to create video footage so that the WWE can make a video saying we were at the forefront of, of this. We were in Saudi Arabia. Look at this. We had Triple H was the first guy out. We had Triple H versus John Cena. We had The Undertaker. He was in Jeddah. Yeah, he we doesn't do that. anything. <laughs> yeah, we did that. The show meant zero to anything, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. It's it's like it's not that I didn't not enjoy the show. I did enjoy yeah, it was, pieces of it, but it yeah, was a long show too. It was, it was, a was long like show. six hours or yeah. for five. Yeah. I looked at the time clock when I started. I was like, holy hell! I watched it live. I was I was off that day, so I was able to watch it live. So I guess I'm sure a lot of fans played hooky that day. Yeah, I guess it didn't feel as long when I'm doing that because it's live and you're kind of in the moment or whatever. Okay, but, fair yeah. enough. <sighs> so that was April. Well, we have one more thing. Chris. What do we have next? We still have to crown the match of the month. Oh yeah, did we pick our mania match of the? Of oh the yeah. Night? Well, I guess that would have been all part of the conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, does it get match of the? We we had super card match of the month and then regular TV match of the month, so we actually have to crown two of them. Oh yeah. So, okay. um, what was your favorite mania match, Chris? My favorite mania match was Oscar versus Charlotte. It delivered. So so much i think that seeing them go that hard like suplex from the apron to the floor that was great like the exchanges on the the submissions and everything like i thought it was great i agree with you but i'll go in and go and say uh rousey angle versus hunter and stephanie cool. i'm gonna go with that yeah, why not right. uh so uh still not my favorite supercard match of the month mine yeah mine neither i don't think eh, it's close you man. think you think of what i'm thinking probably I'm thinking of that great two-hour show that happened the night before all that stuff happened. So, Johnny Tomasa? Yeah, I think so. All right, so Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. I'm not sure how they do say Ciampa, now they're saying Ciampa. Yeah, hey, I don't know what it is. I've heard it both ways. Yeah. Uh, I've, coming in... his, I've also seen his name spelled a lot of different ways. <laughs> yeah. It's coming in with everything that we talked about before earlier in the show, about 90 minutes ago. And... Uh, <laughs> Everything that conveyed and the, the payoff and everything, even yeah. if if they never had another match with each other ever again, if we never even saw any of them ever again, that's what it felt like. It felt like that was just going to be it for everything. Yeah. And I was like, wow, Mania's got a lot to live up to. Yeah. Still, I got to say it's the best match I saw all month. I think so. It, it got me the most, I think, yeah. Yeah. So what about TV match of the month? That's a little tougher. I did it the wrong way, didn't I? Nah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but I would say just from everything we talked about and, you know, how I just gauging my reaction, I'd yeah. say it's between Buddy Murphy versus Kalisto at 205 or Aleister Black versus Eric Young. I Chris, I'm torn. You make the call. Uh, I 
The Kalisto Buddy Murphy match was a great surprise. Like yes. it was better than I thought it would be. But the Alistair Black Eric Young match was a complete surprise because it wasn't even announced for the night. It wasn't even announced until they went in the ring and fought. Right. Uh, so I think the surprise factor goes to that one. All right. I, I'm good with it. I think that kind of pushes it over the top for me because I think the action was great in both of them. But I'm going to go with uh, Alistair Black Eric Young. No argument here. All right. Let's bring it on home, Chris. Uh, you have been listening to the Wrestling House Show. This is all April's fault. <laughs> we hope too you've, much stuff. We hope you've enjoyed the show. This seven-hour episode of the Wrestling House Show. <laughs> yes, the greatest Wrestling House Show. <laughs> uh, but you are listening to cnjradio.com. Uh, I think I think we're gonna do a retro review next uh, next time around. So Sorry. yeah, hopefully before this month is up. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. I, I I miss our retro show. So let's yeah. do another one very soon, yeah. Chris. How about that? Yeah, sounds good. And where can they hear that in the future? They can hear that on cnjradio.com, the home of the Wrestling House Show, where you can find all of the episodes that we do, including the monthly wrap ups, the WrestleMania wrap up, or WrestleMania week wrap up. Yeah. The mini episodes that I'll do. I'm probably going to be doing some, maybe not every night of the Super Juniors tournament, but that starts at the end of May. I may do like a little more consolidated version of it. That sounds fun. Yeah, because the last year when I was watching it, some of the. Because it's a round robin tournament, there's so yeah. ma- so many matches. Some of the matches that happen on shows where they're out on tour, they only show the matches from the tournament. They don't show the entire show, oh. so it may like kind of consolidate some of them. I'll, f- I'll figure it out before yeah, we get yeah, there. Yeah. But you can find those and our retro super show wrap ups all on cnjradio.com, and you can also find the family of CNJ Radio podcast, Rock Strikes Ten, The Synaptic, and The Last Leader on the left. Go to the .com for the Facebook, the Twitter, and go leave us a message on Facebook. Say that you're not a bot and pick what was it? Pick the the like five guys five from people Raw. from Raw that you would you would you would invest in. Yeah, so put that that makes sense. Do that right now while you're listening to this. Go mm-hmm. there and put that in the comments on the link from this. And yeah, do all that and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah stay tuned for a nice cushy 45 minute retro review. <laughs> hopefully yeah I think it is it's about that yeah alright so we're gonna put a time limit on those yeah <laughs> damn you April bye